LiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. This is episode number 684, 685, episode number 685 of Barry on Deck. Hello, hi, welcome to the show, welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, sorry, I'm doing some house cleaning here. Just did. Okay, uh, super excited, got, uh, got a lot of fun stuff in the works for you today. Uh, busy, busy show, really big show, really big show, uh, busy times ahead. Um, uh, let's see, what do we got going on today? It is Wednesday. I have a guest joining me today. Oh my, my mic is not muted. Kiss my ass, Rudy. Jerk ass jerk. Why would you do that, Rudy? Why would you try to throw off the mojo? Why would you try to put me in a bad mood immediately? You know what? Rudy gets the timeout. You know what? Today, Rudy, you start off being an asshole, you get the timeout. I'm going to spend my channel points to time you out, and then that way no one else can use a timeout. That's uh, Rudy Rudy Rod. There you go. I just I just spent my channel points Rudy to time Rod. your dumb ass out. How's that feel, Rudy Rod? Yo, dumb ass. Right, that's super aggressive apologize but don't be trying to you know you know when tech problems happen it makes me upset and then, then you're going to start off with that bullshit by the way stop stealing stop stealing alex villanueva's bit that's the one he always does he'll be like huh you we can't hear you yeah so suck it and now no one gets to use the timeout today so there you go you're safe total dallas you're welcome also he doesn't get to use it so y'all are safe you're welcome um Hey, we got a fun show planned for the day. I'm super excited. I miss Rudy Rod so much. Uh, I'm super excited about today's show. We are. We. I'm trying to get. <clears throat> excuse me. Some different guests back into the rotation and get back to that a little bit. I'm not. I'm not doing great with it, but I'm doing good with it. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Getting back to the guest. Uh, I'd say I killed it today. Joining me at four o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on this fine program, Rich O'Toole. <laughs> Oh, you know him from X or Twitter. You know him from the country music charts. You know him from being one of the best to come out of this city doing it in country music. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich O'Toole. Rich O'Toole going to join me at 4 p.m. today and talk all things country music, his career, Houston. Uh, I bet you didn't know. Uh, there, I'm gonna. I won't say it now, but um, there'll be things you didn't know about Rich O'Toole that I think will surprise you. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. So tune in for that. What is this? What is this? Oh, 
Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. I, I just need to go ahead and explain to this to, to you guys. <coughs> oh, Rudy Rod. Yeah. Rudy Rod. I never heard of it. Rudy Rod. I never heard of it. Rudy Rod. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. Uh, all right. So, Original Tool going to join me at 4 o'clock. I had to make sure he got the link. And I did. Uh, so, we're good to go in that regard. Yes. Okay. Um... And now I'm getting a text. All right, here's the deal. Um, I, I don't know. You know what? Let's just save it. I've got a bunch of stuff to, to discuss, but we always start the show the same way, and this show should be no different. So let's get to the chat. If you're new, uh, then you, you know, um, you, you have no idea what's going on here. Um, the chat is a shout out to the chat. It's not the past tense of shit. It's just me saying hello to everybody. I want to get this show rolling because we got a lot to do. And uh, here you go. So starting off, I saw I saw in my window over here. Um, where did it go? Where did it go? Hey, Alan Denson, thank you for the follow. Uh, I believe it was, uh, who was Jared Taylor was the first in the day. Yeah. Jared Taylor, the greatest decade in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours, three hours. Yeah. Uh, two, two hours and 40 minutes. And then it's back to just regular old ass Jared Taylor, but you're the man, sir, for, uh, for the, for the lifetime of this show. Heck yeah. Uh, who else is in the chat? Well, Rudy Rod was, and then his dumbass had to go and be a dumbass, so he's gone. Total Dallas is in early. That's good to see. Thank you, buddy. Alan Denson showed up early, but uh, did not get his crown, so <coughs> sorry about that. Uh, FJ is in the building. What's up? Jen got in early. Hello. Uh, who else? Uh, Alex Villanueva's here early, which is good to see. Uh, I mentioned Total Dallas. Uh, I'm doing this early, so there's not a lot to get through. Thank goodness. Big Boss. What's up, Clarence? Good to see you, buddy. Cece. First third of the chat. That's true. Technically, that's true. What's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you, buddy. John John. It has been a minute, John John. What's up, man? Good to see you. Thank you for coming back to the program, back to the show. Uh, Flip is in. Flip, howdy. How are you? Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna. I'm looking forward to your birthday. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to make that happen and make that possible. Uh, so Donna's in. Good to see you, sweetie. Who else? Celio, uh, damn, it's been a hot minute since Celio's joined us. Good to see you, homie. Thank you for being here. What is this? All I got until my pimp breaks me off. <laughs> Thank you for the six bits, CC. <laughs> uh, much appreciated. Uh, tell your pimp, um, thank you, I guess. Um, yeah, Celio's in. Who else? Alex Villanueva, my God. Alan Denson's in. AR Platinum. What is up, my friend? Good to see you. Thanks for popping in. I know something you don't know. Uh-huh. And then there's Rudy Rod's dumb ass getting, getting got. Uh, Cisco's in. High from high. There we go. Ice cold hot takes. Missed a few days. What's up? What's up to you, man? Good to see you back. Thank you for finding your way back to the program. DJ Maddie is here. By the way, one more time, round of applause for DJ Maddie. Super sexy DJ Matty. Looking just as good as he wants to look. Dude's lost a ton of weight. Not like literally a ton. Because that would be like a lot. He wasn't that big. But I'm just saying like he's lost a ton. Like a lot. Okay. He's lost some weight. And he's looking damn sexy. Um, but he said today is find your inner nerd day. What makes you nerdy? By the way, thank you for the 100 bits, uh, DJ Matty. <laughs> what makes me a nerd? My love of statistics and baseball. 
I would say. And my love of spreadsheets. I just love working on spreadsheets. So there, that's what that's what makes me nerdy. How about you? What, is it, what makes you guys nerdy? Uh, who else is here? You're in the wave. What's up, pimp? Good to see you, my friend. Thank you for popping in. Joe Hernandez is in. What's up, Joel? Uh, who else? Hugh Dab. My wife timed me out last night. I'm sorry, buddy. That sucks. Uh, Richard Vales, what's up, Pokemon? Good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. Who else? Um, I think I got everybody. Is that it? Bah, Potch! Damn it, are we... Yeah, we are running a train. Damn you, Pachadopoulos, for reminding everybody about that stupid-ass saying, I hate you. I mean, I love the train, but I hate you. It's good to see you, though. Thank you for being here. Uh, One Deep's in the building. What's up, One Deep? Hey! Philip Bernard. What's up, Heart Drop Rob? Good to see you. Steven Luther showed up. The gang's all here. I think we can start. Um, let's see. What is this? Uh, Back in. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. I got to say thank you to Alan Dixon for the follow. DJ Maddie for the 100 bits. Catfish, resubscribe. Catfish, thank you for the 12-month sub, man. That's, I don't know if you know this. That is an actual year. Thank you very much. Uh, Catfish said, yo, 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 one year. Lurking and working. Hey, man, you do what you got to do, Playboy. I appreciate you. Thank you for being there. What's up, Chewy? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, who else? Alan Denson, 200 babies. Thank you, my friend. Alan Denson's talking about getting out of the house. Did I spoil the surprise? I hope not. Uh, Cece, thank you for the six biddies. Jeff Bell, resubscribe for 14 months. And Joe Hernandez with 100 bits. All right, here's the one shot for the day. This is it. I do these for the hype train. I didn't put on the hat, but I'll I'll throw this on while I'm... I still haven't cut my hair, by the way. It's okay. Uh, cheers to you guys, man. Thank you guys so much for the hype train. Thank you for being here. Thank you all for continuing to support myself and the show. And uh, and I love you all so much. Uh, look, does that smell good? Does that smell... Smell it. You smell it. You smell it. Cheers, everybody. Ah! Mmm! Ah, uh, yes. Alan Denson for the follow. I guess he unfollowed and refollowed. I don't know. I don't know how it worked. Hell, I don't know. All right. Um, I got to get something else to shoot, by the way. Maybe some vodka. That's potatoes, though, right? I don't know. It's too fattening. All I've had today is two bananas at the same time and then three eggs. That's what I've eaten today. And then there was a little cheese on the eggs, not going to lie. Uh, but thank you guys for the hype train. Appreciate that. And, uh, okay, that's a swig. Shut up, FJ. Shut up! All right. Let's see. We have a lot to get to. Um, oh, shit. I didn't make the slides. Damn it. Damn it to heck. I forgot to make the slides. I mean, I made them. I just didn't download them, so I got to go do that while you guys watch. So it might be a little awkward, but that's okay. Uh, we can we can deal with that. We can, we can, we're good with that, right? Yeah, good. Um, cause I got to do the sports headlines, <laughs> but I didn't download the slides for the sports headlines and I only have two slides. So that, that will, that'll only take uh yay, but a second. Um, all right, here we go. One, two, done download. Okay. Okay. So yesterday, um, I was doing some yard work and, um, uh, Lo and behold, I saw a rabbit. Yeah. I saw heck the yeah. rabbit. Heck yeah, I saw the rabbit. Mark G, thank you for the sub, buddy. 
Uh, for tuning in yesterday, I told the story of the rabbit and the armadillo, and um, you got to go back and 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 listen if you missed it. But uh, I, the 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 crazy thing is, is I was sitting on the couch getting ready to go outside and do the, some yard work, and as I'm sitting there. Uh, I see the rabbit hop by, but it wasn't the dead rabbit. It was another rabbit. And now I'm like, wait a minute. How many rabbits do we have? Uh, so I was out weed eating, finishing weed eating the ditches. And I noticed what, what is this about? Oh, look what the heck. What in the wide, wide world of sports? Um, so I went and I found the dead rabbit carcass that, uh, people had left. And it was, it was a baby. I mean, it was smaller. I wouldn't say a baby, but it was definitely a smaller rabbit. So sadly, little bunny Fufu, um, his, his kiddo got, got ran over, ran it over. Um, and, but the big rabbit, the run that's been around forever, at least I think it's been around forever. That one's still with us. Cause I saw it yesterday. So that was a good sign. That was, uh. That was a good sign. So there you go. All right. Um, what is this? Hey, what's up, Ian? Good to see you, buddy. <coughs> uh, Mark said, usually if there's one rabbit, there are many more. That's a whole joke about it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fucking like jackrabbits, right? That's true. That's true. What's up, Terrence? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, what does it say? Stephen Weather Guy, since when he's been being around, stopped you from listening out loud. Oh. Oh, True. He said, I'm the only one in the office, so I get to watch BOD without headphones. Nice. Breaking news. Rabbits like to fuck and make babies. Breaking news. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Breaking news. Breaking news. Rabbits like to fuck and make babies. Film at 11. Actually, that's just porn. We can't show that. Can't show rabbit porn. Uh, but yes, they do. Uh, Brian Pettis said, Barry, this Saturday, the church that I go to is going to have three bands, and I get to do the sound checks in the audio part. Nice. That's dope, dude. Congrats. Hey, what's up, Tony the Handsome? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, Ian, what's up, man? Ian said, college football is coming. Yes, it is, sir. Yes, it is. Hey, speaking of that, I got a question for you guys, chat. I got a question for you, chat. Let's just do a hypothetical real fast. Let's just say, let's just say that there was going to be a brand new uh, college football TV show in Houston um, that would air on Saturdays. Hey, what's up, Jet? What would you want to see on that show? What would be interesting college football segments that you would want to see if you watched a college football pregame show? Just curious. Just throw them out in the chat. Just uh, just curious. Uh, Heart Thoughts have blurred out like Japanese porn. They, You know, that's weird that they blur out. They just blur out the pubes. It's not that you're seeing the genitalia. It's that you're seeing the pubes. Apparently, you're not. That's like you can't look at those in their culture. That's so weird. Oh, God. Tony said Coog's all access. All right. Well, this was already a mistake. Tony Dallas said interview fans of teams playing each other that week. Okay. Local fans as guest stars. I feel like this is just you guys wanting to get on TV. Just like you wanted to get on this show. You guys are just attention whores. And that's not what I was looking for. 
It's not what I was looking for at all. Um, MJ said Mexican college football. I'm going to a game in a couple of weeks. I have no idea about them. What do you mean Mexican? Like, like the University of Mexico City versus the University of Juarez? Mascot fights? That's pretty good. What's up? Welcome back, Rudy Rod. Mascot fights is pretty good. Fans that aren't are at the game for updates. Uh, well, this wouldn't be live. This would be pre-taped, by the way. But this would be a a uh, and 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 let me ask you this. Let's be honest. Do you guys like listening to callers that call into a radio station? Do you really want to listen to somebody just scream at the top of their lungs? Hey, why is Alabama going to be victorious over Auburn this week? Because they're the best. Wow. Thank you for the insight, Merle. Really appreciate you breaking that down with the X's and O's. This is great. Because we're the best, baby. Nick Sagan. Sean, thank you for the reset, buddy. Like, I'm trying to, I, I, I'm giving you guys a chance to be, uh, or, or a hypothetical chance to have some genuine input into something, maybe, hypothetically. And you're throwing out these, this is why you guys aren't in media. These are some of the dumbest ideas. I know you're not supposed to shit on ideas when brainstorming, but some of these suck. Let's just be honest. Oh, Cece, there you go. Feel good story about one of the players. And yes, I would love someone yelling roll tide. <laughs> of course you would, Cece. Uh, Homer Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Much appreciated. Uh, oh, who would win a fight amongst the mascots? That, my friend, is the hard-hitting journalism that I'm looking for. That is well done. That is well done. Mascot fights. Hypotheticals. Mascot fights. I like that, Richard Vales. That's good in this hypothetical pretend world that this would never happen. Uh, Rudy Rod said it too, though. He said it first. Um, let's see. What else? Any team I can't normally see. Local fans as guest stars is a terrible idea. Uh, what else? Florida will play next Thursday against Utah. Yes. Um, for sure, betting spreads. Yes. Uh, a gambling segment for sure. So the gambling spreads, I like that, hypothetically. Fans that are at the game for the updates, um, missed my suggestion. What? Terrence, I didn't miss you. Uh, any team that I can't normally see. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I get that, but you got to remember, this is like pregame, you know. Um, food snacks from college players. Okay. Well done. That may have already been thrown out. The What is this? That's the game? La Tigres. Eh. Okay. Uh, feel good stories. I like that. Feel good stories. Um, I think Colorado will go undefeated. I think you're crazy. Ian, Colorado's not going undefeated, buddy. What What are you talking about? Uh, Jared said I missed the question and the topic and the first 22 minutes. <laughs> the question and the topic is, if hypothetically... Let's say that there was going to be hypothetically a new college football show on TV in Houston on hypothetically the WB on Saturdays prior to kickoff. Throwing it out there. 
What would you like to see on a show like that? What would intrigue you to watch it? What what kind of segments would keep you enthralled? Now, some idiots were like, I wanted interviews with the fans. And those are just attention whores like Clarence that want to be interviewed on the show. And that's not, no. Because no one wants to listen to calls. Yo, Stony Magoo. I freaking love that name, Stony Magoo. Welcome in, Stony Magoo. Thank you for the follow, man. Much appreciated. Hey, yo, we got Nicholas, first time chatter. What's up, Nicholas? Are you following the program, Nicholas? If not, hit that follow button, buddy. Appreciate that. There's tons of MLB groupies. Why does What's-His-Face need to go to high school to find some fun? Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Vander Franco thing uh, on this uh, program yet, but it's pretty disturbing. It's real disturbing. Uh, but we haven't even talked about it yet. But, yeah, I... I've never understood that, especially people who are famous or athletes or whatever. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But some guys are into some weird shit. Talk with cougars. Not U of H. You just mean old hot ladies. I like that. Um, (laughs) Is it a lead into a specific college or is it random games? I believe it's a random games, hypothetically. I want to say ACC or AAC and HBCU games. But it would just be, it's going to be. It would be hypothetically a show about, you know, just college in general, national stuff, not anything specific or local. Um, What is this? Whatever gets Perry. Pay- oh, I love you, Cisco. Thank you, buddy. Uh, let's see. Uh, cheerleaders. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cheerleaders. That's fine. Cheerleaders. We'll start with the uh, Texas A&M Aggie cheerleaders. Ugh. What's up, Joey? I love college game day. Best thing is seeing crazy fans doing stupid or funny shit. Okay. I dig that, Joey. That's that's good feedback for sure. Um, question is, though. Question is, Joey. Do you want to hear from them or do you just want to see them do dumb shit? You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a big difference. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, but welcome, man. Good to see you back, homie. Thank you for being here. Um, have people send in best possible signs. Oh, that's a good one, too. Uh, we could do digital signs, right? I like that. Because we're not going to be like, I mean, hypothetically, it wouldn't be like game day where we're on a campus, hypothetically. I like that. That's pretty good. See, you guys did good. No drunk fans. Thank you. Interview Mike the Tiger. I don't even know what that is. Which school has a higher STD rate? I don't think that. No. I would love to hear interviews with the college game day crowds. God, no. God, no. That would get, oh. God, that would be awful. Preview the top 10 games that day. Oh, top 10 games. Not bad. Okay. I like all this hypothetical. Not this. Oh, lamest mascot. That's that's pretty good. I think we could all agree that it's definitely a, I don't know, cougar. Uh, all right. So, so that's that. Let's Carl Malone knows how to deliver. Oh, God. Um, honestly, I would want to hear uh, more about the not top 25 teams. Okay. Rating player moms. What's up, Ice Cold Hot Dicks? I don't know if we could get away with that. I mean, you know what? I'm going to write it down. But hypothetically, <coughs> rating player moms. I think that might get us in trouble. I mean, it hypothetically could get us, you know, honestly, it's hard to say. I don't want to see the same old tired routine. I agree with that, which is why I'm asking. Trying to come up with some fun stuff. Oh, yeah, the Stanford tree. That's pretty lame. 
<laughs> yeah, the Stanford tree is like what? What you, you know? Mascots are all about intimidation. Ain't nobody scared of a tree. Like nobody. Uh, oh yeah, player dads. Yeah, let me uh, not write that down. That's ridiculous. Get out of here, CC. Uh, best bet on the games the hypothetical WB channel that day. There you go. Oh yeah, best bet on those games, right? Best bet on day games. Uh, I like that. Hypothetically. Okay. Tiger Wood Stanford. Okay. You know what, Nicholas? I'm going to stop reading your shit. You know why? Because you haven't followed yet. You haven't hit the follow button. I read no more of your shit. Also, some of it is kind of ridiculous anyways. <laughs> CC says, I refuse to watch this hypothetical show then. Okay. That's fine. Hypothetically, wow, we'll miss you, but nice. that's fine. Oh, thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Nicholas8337, if that is your real name. Uh, Ian said, I love the Gators mascot. Well, of course you do, Ian. You're a Gators fan. That would be it'd be weird if you didn't, okay? All right. Uh, let's get to our sports headlines. Here we go. Well, I do like that jet uniform. Um, Uniform watch. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good thing too. Well done. All right, your sports headlines for the day. In case you missed it last night, things got a little. Uh, things got a little touchy between Justin Verlander and Alex Cora. Uh, last night, Verlander pitched a gym for the most part, and um, one of his better outings of the season. <laughs> put Barry in pads and put him on the practice squad. Okay. Barry in pads. Maybe me and Jerome or whoever would be co-hosting it with me hypothetically should do the Oklahoma drill. <laughs> I would die. Um, yeah, so Alex Cora last night uh, got mad about a lot of stuff, really. He was just, he was in a mood. I feel like he may have started. I could be wrong. You know what I mean? It might have just been that time of the month for Alex Cora. Um but he was not uh, thrilled about the uh, umpiring and the, the, the calling of the ballses and the strikeses uh, last night. And I wanted to look up the game. Today's the 23rd? Yes, indeed it is. Okay. Uh, let's go. Where the heck are they? Oh, here we go. Hold on. Uh, I wanted to pull up the scorecard and let's see, did he have a legitimate beef? Now, in the meantime, uh, at one point, uh, Justin Verlander, uh, needed a new pitch comms for his ear so they could hear what was going on. And um, he, they brought one out and Cora came out to protest. I don't even remember exactly what it was for. If it was like, because they said something about addressing the batter or shaking off a sign or whatever. Um, and if you didn't hear it, it basically Verlander was like, I didn't shake it off. I didn't shake it off. And Alex was like, Alex Cora, manager of the Red Sox is saying something. He goes, fuck you, Alex, or fuck off, Alex which was mwah, outstanding. And later Verlander said after the game, I'm pretty sure that he was just trying to um, get me upset or throw me out of my rhythm or off my game a little bit. But I wasn't, that, that, that's not going to work. Not like that. So um, yeah, just a little fuck off, Alex. And then back to it. And it was funny because uh, Blummer and Todd Callis were listening to it. You could hear it. And they go, like, did you hear what he said? Uh, super funny. Uh, good times. And yeah, you're not going to rattle Justin Verlander. You might, you might rattle Hunter Brown. You might rattle Christian Javier. 
I'm sorry. You're not rattling Justin Verlander by coming out and... Anyways, I found the scorecard. Let's just see if Alex Cora had a beef with the balls and strikes, shall we? Let's see. Let's see if old Alex uh, had a legit uh, crybaby meow meow moment. Because here... And I haven't seen the scorecard, so I don't know. But here is the scorecard from last night's game uh, for the umpire, for Pat Hoberg, who I believe, uh, let's see, uh, let me see, 2023 umpire accuracy rankings. <clears throat> I think Hoberg is up there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, umpire over under. Here we go. Umpire scorecards. Uh, close. Let's see. Accuracy. Whoosh. Whoosh. Pat Hoberg is one, two, three, four, fifth in accuracy. Uh, point two behind fourth. So you got one of the five most accurate umpires in the game calling balls and strikes last night. So uh, here's how they break down the scorecard. Overall accuracy was 94%, a little under his normal accuracy. Um, Relative accuracy was minus 2.2 below expected. But the problem was all the times that he was wrong, it was in favor of Boston or the overall factor was a plus 0.6 in favor of Boston. His overall consistency was 95%. So if he was wrong, he was still consistent at least, which is part of what you'll hear players say. I don't, you know, if you're going to call a ball three inches off the plate to strike, that's fine as long as I know that's what it is and it doesn't go any further off the plate and as long as you're consistent with it on both sides. Um, there's all the missed calls. You can see two of them were critical. Uh, well, actually, three of them were critical. One of them was in the top of the seventh. Uh, Kendall Graveman to Rafael Devers, one out runner on second, one out count, a strike was called a ball. So that was in favor of the Red Sox. Then another one, top of the second, Verlander to uh, Urias, uh, two outs runner on first, two out count, a strike is called a ball. All right, so there's two of the three critical, most impactful missed calls. And the third one in the bottom of the sixth, uh, Winkowski to Maldonado, two outs, runners on first and second, no, uh, zero, zero count ball is called a strike. So it puts him in a hole. Oh, one. <gasps> so what are you complaining about? Alex Corey, a big damn crybaby. <clears throat> by the way, um, seven out of 11 called balls were true strikes. Three out of 48 called strikes were true balls. And I just gave you three of those 10 missed calls. Uh, we're in favor of the Red Sox and they were a critical 10 missed calls. Um, but the big thing is like, I, I, for me, ah, this is too much hair. God, look how thick it is. Oh my God. I got to do something about that for sure. Um, the big thing is then Cora later came out and was bitching again and got ejected and was kicking dirt on the plate, but it was such a weak contrived anger. And I, I mentioned it. It really looked like, you know, Aaron Boone uh, went viral the other day when, um, you know, he drew a line in the sand. And then he was like, ah, and he was making fun of the umpire. And he was like, ah, that was outstanding. And to me, Aaron Boone is the new Lou Piniella. Um Heck yeah. Heck yeah. He's Mamester. <laughs> Mamie, what's good, Mamie? 
Oh, it's good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the resub. 18 months. That's outstanding. Thank you, Mimi. Welcome in. Uh, we're just shitting on Alex Cora and the Boston Red Sox. So, yeah, he's kicking dirt. And it just it just looked like if you ordered Aaron Boone on Wish. That's what it looked like. It looked like a DH gate Lupinella. It was just weak, contrived anger that shouldn't have even existed in the first place. He's just, you're trying to rally your team? Well, I don't know. Maybe you should teach them how to pitch better and hit better instead of trying to rally your team. God, why is my head itching? I think I got fleas. Shit, my head itches so bad. I may have to take this hat off. It's just too much. It's hot. So there you go. Bitching for absolutely no reason last night um, was Alex Cora and the crybaby meow meow Red Sox. Um, told Alex that I can call strikes and balls. <laughs> meanie, 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 meanie. Cora probably going to get fired too. Yeah, 100%. 100% uh, dry pink scalp. Shut up. Um, what does this say? Hypothetically interview the supervisors of groundkeepers. Oh, okay. Oberg was good, except for the Tucker play at the plate. Yeah. Um, the strikeout by Turner looking was definitely a ball that had just happened the inning before he got upset. Cora could still fuck off though. Yeah, but I just showed you of all the critical balls and strikes. And bro, if it's, if it's three, two, nobody on. You're down seven runs, and you get a there's a ball off the plate they call a strike. That's not a critical one. All three of these, though, critical, all in favor of the Red Sox. No, I don't have lice. Shut your whore mouth. Uh, he is the highest rated. Actually, he's not. He's the fifth highest rated. I just I just had it up. Hold on. Now I got to show you because here goes Potts trying to ruin everything. There's the accuracy rating. And he's one, two, three, four, five. There you go. Um, accuracy. So, and that is all games between March and October 1st. Any team home and any team away. So, it's pretty much all games. Now, I don't know what X accuracy is compared to accuracy, but uh, even all these numbers, it's not, it's not the same. Max accuracy. I don't know. He's still not there. So, yeah, I've just went off of accuracy, and he is fifth. So, I mean, not bad. He's still top five, which is really good. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> All right. Uh, back to the sports headlines. So, that was the Cora Verlander thingy. The Chiefs' Chris Jones defensive tackle uh, has said that he might sit out until week eight. If he doesn't get what he wants, uh, there was a whole article on it on ESPN. Here it is. Okay, there it was. Where the hell did it go? There it is. Shaboinga. Hold on. What the hell? What in the wild, wild world of sports? There we go. Uh, bro, what is going on right now? Uh, here's what he said. Quote. He said he's willing to continue to his holdout from the Chiefs until week eight, and that until then he's willing to forfeit his weekly game check, which is $1.1 million because, quote, I can afford it, end quote. It's okay. Well, good for you. He's willing to give up $8.8 million, uh, which, you know what? If it means getting more money, so be it. But he uh, his replies were to fans on Twitter. 
they were saying if it's uh, if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind. Also, <coughs> um, it looks like there hasn't been much communication, but he's wanting a new deal. So, asked whether he expects to begin the season without Jones. Patrick Mahomes said he was holding out hope that that won't be the case. Not necessarily. I know that stuff, contract stuff, is hard to talk about because everybody wants to make money for their entire family and everything like that. But I know how much Chris loves the Chiefs. He loves being a part of the organization. Okay. Well done, politics. Well done, politics, Mahomes. But nonetheless, big, big part of the Chiefs um, could be out for at least half the season or close to it. Uh, NBA Players Association is filing a grievance with the NBA over Harden's $100,000 fine. And uh, I was going to see, where's the... There's the there's the headline. Oh no, I don't need that. I don't need that. We respectfully disagree with the league's decision to discipline James Harden for recent comments he made, which we believe do not violate the rule against public trade demands. We this is the M- MB, uh, National Basketball Players Association uh, in a statement they said. We intend to file a grievance and have the matter heard by our arbitrator. Okay. Okay, so they don't, I, I think they're going to lose, um, honestly. I think they lose. I mean, he came out, it's, you know, he didn't specifically say, I want to be traded, I don't believe. But um, in so many words, he did. So I think the $100,000 fine is a bit much. Either reduce the fine to 30 to 40 grand, said Chewy. I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't want, or players wouldn't want owners to come out and say disparaging things like, I would never be a part of a team with Kyrie Irving on it. I'll tell you that. I won't pay him any money. I will never give Kyrie Irving a job as long as I own a team or I manage a team or I'm the president of the team. Then the players would be like, yo, you can't do that. That's sparking collusion. Because then other owners and GMs might say, well, I won't either then. And now he can't get a job. And that's collusion. So, you you know, that 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 has to be a two-way street in a lot of ways. And I know, I know the players wouldn't like that. So, I don't think that the, uh, I mean, I don't think that the owners would like it either. So, I don't know. Real Imaginary said, damn, Trey is really worse than Mr. Irrelevant and uh, a guy who sees ghosts. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? What does that mean? Damn, Trey is really worse than Mr. Irrelevant and the guy who sees ghosts. Oh, Trey Lance? Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. It's like, what are you talking about? You got Okay. No, no, Mr. Irrelevant helps. You got to add more context in there. Uh, real imaginary. If, if that is your real imaginary name. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Um, shoot. What was I looking for? Okay. Um, let's see. What am I? Players already have a ton of power in the NBA. Mm, I mean, it's the most it's the most player friendly league, that's for sure. But I don't think they have power per se. It's just a player friendly league, so there's nothing wrong with that. All right. <coughs> you can't be a crybaby bitch in public. Do that shit behind closed doors. I mean. I guess you can. It's 2023. The rules are a little different than they used to be, but I don't know. 
Um, all right, last thing on the headlines list. Hey, if you live in the Houston area, you uh, you might want to point your radio dial. Radios don't have dials anymore, do they? It's all digital. If you're in a car that has a dial, you probably don't have AC, and I'm sorry. It's hot in there. But tune in tomorrow, 10 a.m., ESPN 97.5. Uh, your boy will be back uh, working with my boy, uh, Joseph Blankenship. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Now, I want to say, first of all, first and foremost, this is not a permanent thing. So don't even, oh, is the suspects getting back? No. Uh, my dude just got moved to drive time with Jeremy Branham, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the killer bees. Uh, what's up, Dico Suave? Uh, so I'm happy for them. And I will say this. Um, there, there, you know, there's been a lot of changes at ESPN. I, did, I found out kind of late about the changes, but I did reach out and threw my name uh, in the hat and said, Hey, if you're looking for somebody to come back and, uh, do shows or maybe do a show, I mean, I bring with me a show that's already a thing, you know, Barry on deck, we can bring that in or I could, you know, happy to team up. So I, 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 um, I guess you could say interviewed, but the problem was I got there a little late in the process. I wasn't aware of it until very, very late. The good news is, is that I did still sit down and talk to them. Uh, we talked about the past. We talked about the future. A lot of things were discussed and settled and figured out, I guess. Um, so the, uh, you know, the good news is, is that after all of that and, um, <laughs> dear God, media, I take back everything I said. I love you. CC baby. <laughs> so because of that, um, I think that that was a big Part of it, it was, you know, I was told, hey, you know, we've already kind of gone down the road of uh, in the process, but uh, there might be opportunities in the future. And sure enough, um, they're because they're kind of in that transition, they were like, hey, you want to do some shows and some fill in spots? And I was like, sure, absolutely. So they were like, well, uh, some of the fellas are in Vegas. Maybe you and Joel could do a couple of shows Thursday and Friday. And I was like, hell yeah. And Joel was like, really kind of yeah uh, he 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 was kind of you know uh pushing for it so uh it's a thing and it's gonna happen so i'll be on air with joel tomorrow from 10 to noon on espn 97.5 and then friday at least from 10 to noon maybe from 10 to 1 and um the 10 to 1 might be a special guest involved Right. So, um, what does that say? Yo, uh, uh, what's up, Chewy? Um, a little air was here. Great news, Barry. You're going to make me add 97.5 back to my presets. Like I said, this is not permanent. ESPN Twitch better watch out for the deckhead invasion. Yeah. Can you send a reminder? I'm used to not listening at that time. You guys are so mean. Um, the suspects are temporarily back. I mean, well, obviously Nick's not there. He was a big part of the suspects too, but yeah, it's good to be back with my boy, Joel. Um, <clears throat> and it'll be good to do some radio with him and it's good to do radio in general. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So, so that'll be a lot of fun. Tune into that 10 o'clock Thursday and 10 o'clock Friday. Now the following week, your boy will be back 
again in studio. I think one day we're on a remote, but then I'll be back again with one of the new hires that got brought in. Josh Beard will be back. I don't know if I was allowed to say that or not. I don't know. And nonetheless, uh, my bad if I cats out of the bag type thing, but I'll be back. uh, So I'll be filling in with, with him um, next week as well on Thursday and Friday. And that'll be from noon to three. So you'll get three full hours of your boy, uh, yes, Judge Joshy. You'll get three full hours of me on Thursday and Friday. So I wish I'd have got my name in the hat earlier. Maybe things would have been different. Maybe your boy would have been back with a with a gig over there. But things didn't work out. So timing wise, but that doesn't mean it's all dead in the water either. It doesn't mean that it's over dead in the water. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I'll be back on ESPN Radio tomorrow and Friday of this week, Thursday and Friday of next week. So looking forward to that. And ironically, they had asked me, did I want to do Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Friday? And I said, I'll do Thursday, Friday. And then uh, Jerome hit me up. He was like, hey, you want to do Tuesday, Wednesday? Can you host with me? I was like, wait, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So hold on. <coughs> uh, so I don't know what's going on. There's 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 all kind of stuff moving. <sighs> Sean said I haven't listened since they went full clown. Well, there you go. Uh Barry, just know the show starts at 10, not 10, 12. Shut up, Jared. It's amazing. I was never late to a show while I was there. But I literally live and work in the same studio, and I'm late here. It doesn't make any damn sense. No, Clarence said I'm another Josh. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you meant another Josh. Yeah, not that kind of Josh, though. No, this is a good Josh. This is a good one. So, uh, definitely a good one. Yeah. Uh, what did Jared say? Oh, that was on the time. I wish I hadn't timed out. Told, uh, Rudy Rod, I'd time you out. Jerk. Nick said, I think you spilled some beans. Yeah, accidentally. That's my bad. I didn't know, but you know, whatever. Uh, Barry is, is it better to listen on Twitch or real radio? What helps Barry's ratings? Um, you know, I would say Twitch. I would say Twitch just cause they see the numbers and the interaction. And that's something that they can kind of quantify. Like, wow, there's X amount of people watching because the radio ratings is more of a combined thing at the end of the quarter or the end of the month. And they won't know what shows maybe, Oh, well, you know, the shows where Barry was on boosted the ratings more than the other shows. They wouldn't know that as much, but if they can, they can look at their Twitch and be like, Holy shit. There's cause that's what happened the last couple of times I filled in there. Um, their Twitch ratings were ridiculous at when I when I joined. Thanks to you guys, um, I mean we were doubling up every other show. So I think at least they can see that, right? So that's good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, one deep. What's up? Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. So if I missed your questions about any of that stuff, I'm sorry. Post it. Post it in the chat, and I'll I'll try to uh, respond. They know we're about to fuck up their tweet. I mean, be nice. Don't go in there and, you know, because listen, let's be honest, guys. Let's be honest. And I, I know that this is part of the game. But let's be honest. There's going to be some people that don't want to see me come back there. Don't want to see me on that station. 
don't like my sports talk, don't like what I do, and they're going to be in the chat and they're going to talk shit. And I would ask all of you to respectfully just leave them alone. Just let them be haters. Let them let them do their thing and it's okay. Um, you know. I mean, I can't tell you what to do. You're all grown folks, but I would just say, yeah, don't, you don't have to. We don't have to have that mob mentality. You know what I mean? And I know that a lot of you would want to do that on my behalf and I would appreciate it, but don't have to. There's always going to be people that don't like what I do. So, and they they still listen to that station and some of them are holdovers from Josh Ennis and they didn't like me uh, because of him or they just didn't like what I did before with Joel. So it's whatever. Um, What time for the segment where you say cock 50 times? Yeah. So that's one thing. Going to have to dial it back a little bit. Going to have to be respectful. Um, yeah. Not going to... <laughs> Turnover and we're we're already we already fight them though. Oh well, then okay. Yeah, I mean, then do you boo boo? I mean, if y'all already go over there and talk shit to them, I'm, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> I just gonna throw this out. You and Josh would probably have a pretty good show. Ah, uh, you know, I, I won't disagree with you. I won't. I wouldn't disagree with you one bit. Um, but such is life, right? Such is life. Now, what's cool though is. You know, I'll get the reps. I now have a media resume. I mean, I might as well go ahead and tell you. I don't give a shit. The jinx at this point, fuck it. Um, I have applied for a job at the Chronicle as a trending sports reporter for the Chronicle, which I think would be like a cool, um, a cool gig that I could still do Barry on deck. I could still do stand up, and I would still be able to be involved in sports journalism. Um, so to do that, I had to get the resume together. So, um, spent, I've spent the last several weeks trying to get this damn resume finished and it's done. And I sent out the application. I don't know if I'll get it. I probably don't have enough writing chops for them and that's fine, but at least getting it done and starting to apply for some of this stuff, uh, is good. So that's in the works. There's a TV show in the works. Um, and there still might be some radio in my future, um, just maybe not as you guys would think, or I don't know how to put it, but let's just say there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 things are, things are moving and uh, hopefully some of these stick. Cause if none of this comes to fruition, Jesus Christ, I'm just going back to it. I just, I don't know. Uh, don't start banning people about your spelling. No, at the Chronicle, I would have an editor, so I wouldn't have to worry about that. Uh, the Chronicle is alive. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really would be for their website, not the paper, I don't believe. It's more for their, the cron.com or, yeah, cron.com. There's one of them is pay and one of them is not. Is it cron.com is not pay and houstonchronicle.com is? I don't know. Whichever one. It would be for the one that's not the pay site. But. I think it'd be cool. And I got a damn good reference. I asked uh, my boy, Jerome Solomon, my columnist at the Chronicle. Hey, can you, would you be one of my uh, references for this gig at the Chronicle? Which I told him about, he goes, Oh bro, you'd be great at that. You would, you would love that. And they would love it. And you would bring a whole new flavor to it. Uh, And I was like, well, can I use you as a reference? He's like, absolutely. So I got a damn good reference. Uh, and I have Fred Fowler as a reference as well. And Fred used to be the sports editor at the Chronicle. So I feel pretty good about that. I got a decent amount of writing experience, uh, in my resume. So we'll see what happens. 
But but your boy's got to do something. And I told y'all this was coming a while back. I told you I got to I got to do something. I don't want this show to go away, but I got to start uh, earning more so that this show can continue. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> You're going to need Fred to be your editor. I know. Two good references for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a former editor of Houston Chronicle Sports and a current well-respected, highly regarded uh, columnist for them. So John McClain owns half that company. No, he does not. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for the one bit. I'm going to go ahead and pay my car note with that right now. <coughs> Much appreciated. <coughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's the that was all the stuff that I had been hinting and teasing about. Right. So there was also a Fox 26 sports reporter slash anchor job that that in the Chronicle job came up uh, mid July while my dad was in ICU. You guys are congratulating me. I don't have any of this yet. So please don't congratulate me. I don't none of this is mine. So all of these congrats might be for not all of this is you guys are I appreciate um you know, the congrats, but it's just right now. I mean, everything has like a 5% chance of happening. So it's not, but it's exciting. It's something as moving as opposed to just nothing. So that's good. And, and it's like Nora said, well, you know what? You're active now and the right thing will come along at the right time. And I, I do believe that. Um, but Originally, I was going to apply for two different gigs that I had seen. One was trending sports reporter at the Chronicle, and the other was Fox Sports Reporter. Just, you know, I would probably have to start off doing that shit like, Hey guys, my name is Barry Lavinack. I'm out here at the TDECU Stadium and for the high school football regional championships. <laughs> I'm here with the, with the Woodlands High School Tigers. <sighs> but I would do it. You got to start somewhere, right? Um, so yeah, so those two came up, but then selfishly, Sean, <laughs> thank you, buddy. Thank you for the 500 bits, man. Much appreciated. <laughs> I told him, I said, who do we need to lean on mafia style? Nobody. We'll just let it happen naturally. I appreciate you though. But thank you, Sean. That's very kind of you. Um, yeah, it was time, Cisco. Very on Univision covering soccer in Spanish. Hola, como estas? El football. That's all I got. And then I'd be like, boobies. Ah, weather. That was all I would have. Um, They need to send Barry to the seawall during hurricanes. Like, wait, don't you be? I'd do it too. Don't think I wouldn't. Uh, if I'll snort chocolate on air on ESPN radio, yes, I'll go to the seawall during a hurricane. <laughs> Although Wayne was fatter, so he had more of an anchor. You know what I mean? Like, it was going to take a pretty hefty hurricane to blow him off his stilts. Me, I mean, I'm hefty, but I ain't as hefty as Wayne. Um, well, I guess I'm not using him as a reference. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless, <clears throat> I was going to apply for both of these at the end of July. And then my dad had to up and die. And I was right in the middle of doing my resume. And so then that put that all on hold because I was like, okay, I'm not even thinking about this resume. I was like, I'll just come back to it later. They won't feel those. Well, after Pops died and we got all that settled down and I finally got back to the resume and got it almost done, I literally had those jobs saved as bookmarks. Went to both of them. Nope, jobs were gone. I was like, 
Damn it, Jared! Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. You're the man, sir. So, um, yeah, I went to apply and they were gone. And I was like, well, shit. You know, all that was going on. So, um, and then will you still show Nip when we run a train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On 30. Uh, yeah. Of course. Of course I will. Alan, thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. Appreciate you, my friend. Alan, you coming to bath? I hope so, buddy. Um, not taint. No. Uh, anyways, so I thought that those those positions were gone, and then for some reason, I don't remember. Oh, I get. I was getting. I, I signed up for like alerts, job alerts. You can sign up on LinkedIn. You can sign up on Google, and it'll alert you for keywords. So I think I had sports, sports talk, sports radio, sports journalism, and then one alert came up, and it was like, hey, there's some job openings, and I look. Uh, and the trending sports reporter thing for the Chronicle was back. And I was like, well, holy shit. And that was on Saturday. And that was also the same day that I got a text from Jerome Solomon that said, hey, would you be interested in possibly doing a college football television show? And I was like, well, fuck yes, I would. So Saturday was pretty good. Um, got the resume finished up and, uh, and officially applied for the job Monday night. So we'll see. Haven't heard anything yet. So they just may have looked at my resume and went, what? No, this all sucks. I'm on my, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm looking now. What is this? Uh, you don't want me to answer that. You guys sucked ass. Not them. Um, this company that I'm fighting with. So that's, that's been, what's up with your boy. I didn't want to say and jinx it, but then I thought, you know what? What the hell? I mean, you know, some of it is positive thoughts. And if, if there's a group think of positive thoughts, even better, right? And put it out to the universe. So I'm excited. It's a good, it's a good start at least in the right direction of stuff. And like Nora said, the right one will open up, but at least now I got the resume. Now I got to put together some reels. So, uh, thank you, Hugh Dab. I'm looking forward to it, man. I should probably apologize to Todd right now. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, just let it lie. Just, you know. We had a really good conversation. Todd and I talked for over an hour. So it was really good. There was a lot of things that needed to be said that got said and a lot of unanswered questions and, and things that were left open-ended. Uh, so a lot of a lot of good talk and conversation. Uh, and, you know, he was like, well, how do you feel about it? And I was like, you know what? I'm, I, think, I look at it like this, right? I look at it like a player goes off. A player and a team have a really good relationship for a while, and then it sours for whatever reason. That player goes off somewhere else and plays for a little while, but eventually time heals all wounds and the player comes back and both sides forgive and forget because that what they had before was special and, and they rekindle that and that player ends up, you know, retiring or whatever. And that's like, so I don't think there's any reason that that couldn't be the case here or, and it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Um, Barry equals Verlander. That's funny. I mean, I, I, that was some of the examples I used. Olajuwon, um, Nolan Ryan with the Astros, uh, Andre Johnson with the Texans. I mean, it happens, right? And and so, and I was like, it even happens in radio. I mean, hell, Lance was with fifteen sixty. He left and he came back to Gal Media. So it's not unheard of. Dell, right? So yeah, it it was a good start. Does it mean I'm gonna get a job there? No. But it does mean that the resume is done, the bridges weren't burned, the healing is complete, and if your boy would ever put together a radio reel, 
I can at least get it on the radar of the other two stations in this town, and you never know. And I'll say this, and kids, come here. I should be like that guy. Um, Did you know how to make an Oreo cream pie? Come here. Um, Just between us gals. Case Keenum. Nice. Well done, PB Dubs. Just between us gals, uh, I did get the blessing from Nora. And she said, and I quote, well, you know, if you if if you get an opportunity in another city where you can do radio or TV, we'll just have to move. What? So that was big. That was cool. That was good to hear. <clears throat> that was really good to hear. So now you ask for double the money. <laughs> let's 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 pump the brakes. Flip. <clears throat> I like you though. You're hired. If you want to be my agent, yeah, Donna. Can you believe it? I would never have guessed in a million years that my wife would be ready to to um, move. But, you know, I it, it did feel good to hear her say that because it sounds like she, you know, she's still behind me chasing these crazy dreams. So I still feel like I have uh, what it takes to make a career in this. I do. I mean, I've been pretty damn persistent with this show. As many times as I've wanted to quit. You guys won't let me. I love you for it. Um, apartment living at our age with the kids gone is amazing. You definitely incur the clip of the usual suspects outside of Minute Maid where you yelled at that dude about his sausage on your reel. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not including that clip. Little Rock, Arkansas, here we come. Oh, you know what? Uh, actually, her brother moved. He's no longer there. So he retired, finally retired from the police force there after all these years. Uh, by the way, I would, I'm happy to report. I don't know if I should say this publicly or not. Well, you guys remember that thing you did and pitched in and then it, it turned into a thing and he got some things. Well, when he retired, he took those things with him. He was like, Oh, (laughs) taking these with me. Uh, So, but yeah, he retired from the little rock PD. So that's really cool. Um, now he's, I think they moved to Dallas, but I think they're looking for some other places to go live. So I don't know. <clears throat> Baron Deck, the voice of Fredericksburg High School football. Go battling billies. Is that what they are? The battling billies? Wow. That sucks. That's stupid. That's real stupid. This is so hot. Maybe I should turn it around. Uh, is that a better look? No. I, this is why I have to wear like, if I'm going to turn around hat, I got to wear this. Oh, geez. Because if I wear a a fitted hat, I look like Ali G with my glasses on. I can't do that. Well, what does that say? Oh, what's up, PB guy? We'll see up here in Philly. Oh, man. That would be... We loved Philly. Nor and I went on vacation uh, to Philly. And um, we loved Philly. I mean, love. Thank you for the 100 bits, PB guy. Dude, we loved it. We did a vacation where we started in Philly and spent like, I don't know, four days. And then we took the train down to D.C. and spent another four or five days. It was all around July 4th. But, man, we loved Philly. Really. It was a a dope city. Now, I will say, I don't know if I'm invited back to Philly because we went to the Mudder Museum and I farted in there. And I thought I was hiding it. You know what I mean? I thought I was just going to be like, just a little peep. But if you have you ever PB guy, have you ever been to the Mutter Museum? 
for those of you that had, and it's like this freak show of a museum. They got weird shit in there. It's all weird stuff. And it's like this old school two-story building or whatever, maybe three stories. I don't know. But like the center of it hollows out all the way up. So there's like walkways around it. And then so you can like look over the railing on the third or second floor, see down below, you can see up. And I was looking at something and I had to fart and I was like, you know, I'll just squeeze this out. No one will know. And I thought it was going to be just like a... Jesus Christ, when I let it go, it was like, pow! Like, it was like one of those, not even like a fart, like, it was just like, pow! Like a backfiring of a car. It was so loud. (laughs) Nora was fucking mortified. She was just like, did you just fart? I was like, I thought it was going to be quiet. But it was so loud, and it echoed. All over the Mutter Museum. The entire museum after I farted got dead silent. And everybody was staring at us. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And we fucking left and lost it when we got outside. Oh my God. We were dying laughing. To this day, you mentioned Philadelphia and the Mutter Museum she will immediately start cracking up. She, she's just like, I can't believe you farted like that in the middle of the museum. I was like, I didn't mean to. I'm not that guy who go around just busting ass in public for no reason. I would never do that on purpose. I thought I'd sneak it out. Nope. And listen, I was thinking about this, ladies. You don't know this. Yeah, the old prison is also pretty interesting. Yeah, we went there too. That was dope, right? That was where Compone and all those guys were. Yeah, we went to the old prison too. That was awesome. <clears throat> um, <laughs> this is not worth it. The try farting by the co- copy machine, and then a bunch of people come to see it to use it. That is funny. No, I didn't point it, Nora. Hell no, Alex. Do you think I want to die? Um, there's a time. That- in every man's life, ladies, you need to know this. Pay attention, decades. There comes a time. What's up, Quinn? I don't have a condition. Shut up, Quinn. Good to see you, man. Um, there comes a time in every man's life on a daily basis. Now, I need you to understand, ladies. What's up, McLovin? It's on a daily basis that we go through this. But in, in every man's life, every day, there's a point at some point during the day where we go, is this a fart or is this poop? Eh. And really, at that point, we either become a risk taker or we go and sit down unnecessarily. That's a fact, though. That's just a fact. Every man has that moment <clears throat> at least once. Some more than others, but at least once during the day. At least once. Every man. Every day of his life is faced with that question. And you have to make a decision. It's like your life is a choose-your-own-adventure of farts and poop. And you just have to decide, am I going to shit my pants if I let this go? Or should I just just, just go sit down? <laughs> Cisco said that time for me today is right now. See? Cisco has a dilemma. He's like, I don't know. This could be bad. This could be good. What's up, love handles? Good to see you, man. 
first time chatter love handles thank you man thanks for being here uh click that follow if you haven't already man appreciate you can't wait to hear you and joel tomorrow and friday barry hey i'm very excited about it man. i'm really really looking forward to it gonna be a lot of fun uh getting the band back together as the kids say so it should be fun um i'm looking forward to it so then thanks for popping in and saying hello and uh sharing that with me much appreciated cc said i will never take that chance so cc when you have to fart or you're not sure you just go you go to the toilet every time see this is why men are risk takers okay as men we are risk takers we don't we don't we live we live by the sword and die by the sword What's up, Big Bubs? Big Bubs said, I followed during a raid from Book It Sports and just joined this convo about five minutes ago. I am intrigued. <laughs> well, thank you, Big Bubs. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, we were talking sports. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I was just saying, you know, sometimes men have to make that decision. Am I going to shit my pants or is this just a fart? I don't know. You're telling me, Big Bubs, at least once a day you don't think that? It might be in the car. It might be at the grocery store. It might be in bed as you're going night night, as you're going memes. It might be during sex. I don't know. But yeah, Big Bub said facts. See? Y'all think I make this stuff up, ladies. It's, this, this is facts. This is all facts. <clears throat> this is all true. Uh, I will never take that chance. I go and fart in my boss's office. That's super weird, Clarence. That's why you don't get a raise. Clarence, Clarence is like, <laughs> I go fart in my boss's office. And then once a year when it's time for his performance review, they're like, he's like, why didn't I get a raise? Because you come in here and you crop dust my office once a day and it's disgusting. I see what you eat at lunch. You have, you have the appetite of a, of a, of a, of a Yeti. Like you eat like Chewbacca, bro. You're just eating garbage. No, this is not okay. Can you imagine John McClain having that dilemma? Be nice. Be nice. Yes, and welcome in, Big Bugs. Uh, you're speaking facts, dog. Thank you, Big Bugs. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Rudy Rod. It's a pretty good show. Shut up, Rudy. All right, let's talk some sports. Oh, by the way, don't forget, uh, Rich O'Toole going to join me at 4 o'clock. Houston's own and country sensation. Rich O'Toole going to be here. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six albums that he's released. I had to look. Uh, his latest album, American Kid, dropped in 2017 and peaked at number 43 on the country charts. And his the album before that, Jaded, uh, peaked at number 10 on the country charts. So we are blessed to have him. We're lucky to have him. Uh, he's a big-time Astros fan. He's a big Houston guy. you probably seen him or follow him on Twitter um he's a great follow on twitter if you don't follow him uh but i'm excited to have him here and uh, a lot of cool stuff so uh it's gonna be a good time so stick around for that at four o'clock what we're gonna do right now though what time is it let's see it is uh, let's roll a little longer maybe i'll, I'll take a break here in a minute um I did want to go over, though. Y'all know I like to do that. Y'all know I like uh, power rankings for some reason. I don't know why I've always been fascinated with power rankings. But I thought we'd take a look. The Athletic dropped their MLB power rankings. Um, and and so I figured we'd take a look at those. Now, these are going to obviously swing a little bit based on what's been going on since they dropped. Uh, it, 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 for example, Rangers are still in a free fall. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, this will be different. But these dropped August 21st, so this was on a Monday. And this will kind of give you an idea of what's going on in baseball if you're not keeping up. Braves are still hot. Braves are still the best team in baseball. Braves are still the team to beat. And um, it's going to be a tough road getting and winning a World Series for anybody um, having to go through the Braves. Dodgers have moved up from uh, four to two. According to the Athletic, they got hot down the stretch here. Orioles remain uh, in the top three, but they fall from two to three. A little bit of a scuffle. Problem that I feel like for the Orioles that I feel bad for them is what's going on with ownership and the whole Kevin Brown debacle and all that is is it it feels like it's kind of become a distraction for a young team that really doesn't need any distractions. All they need is everyone to be excited for them and just good for you guys. Go get them. Yay. But instead, they're having to field questions from reporters about their owner, about Kevin Brown, about a bunch of shit that they don't care about. So it sucks for them, but that's where they're at. Uh, The Rangers fell from three to four. Um, They're 72 and 52. And I want to say they lost eight in a row. How many total Dallas? How many have your uh, have, have your vaunted Texas Rangers lost in a row? Or excuse me, Arlington Rangers. How many have they lost in a row? I want to say. Let's go to standings over here. Let's take a look. See, uh, Rangers. Yeah, six in a row that they've lost. Uh, Mariners have won eight in a row. Astros have won two in a row. And don't look now. Astros a half game back of the Rangers, and the Mariners are a game back. So the Mariners are gaining ground on everybody. Um, and what's crazy is if you look here, the Rangers were yesterday had like an 89% chance of making the playoffs. Well, that has since dipped. The Astros now have an 87.5% best chance of making the playoffs in the West, even though they said a half game back. Uh, and the Mariners have improved their chances as well. Now up to almost 68% should have been 69 i like uh yeah so there you go um well since we're here we might as well take a look see go what is this go away uh baltimore has a 98 percent chance of making the playoffs almost 99 uh rays have a 97 percent chance jays still have a chance Although they're on the outside looking in, but not too far away, believe it or not. They have a 68.2% chance. Minnesota, Jesus, that whole division is just awful. The AL Central is just disgusting. Look at that. One team barely above 500 in the AL Central. The rest of them are just garbage, trash. This is like the AFC or the uh, NFC East of a few years ago. Bleh, gross. <clears throat> or the uh, AFC South. Mm. Uh, but the, the Twins have a 92% chance because everybody else in the division sucks so bad and is so hard. There you go. We already did the uh, AFC or the uh, AL West. Uh, so there you go. Over in the National League, Braves have a 99.99999, greater than a 99% chance. They got 100%. There's no way the Braves are not making the playoffs at this point. Uh, Phillies have an 87.8% chance and the Marlins aren't going to make it, but they, they've got a double digits at least, uh, Brewers have a 91% chance. The Cubs doing okay, holding their own. I just think it's too little too late. Um, but they've got a 51% chance. Reds don't, they faded down the stretch. Unfortunately, Dodgers have a 99.99% chance as, uh, the Braves do. So Dodgers almost a lock. And then the Diamondbacks sit at 49.1%, fading as well. 
Uh, although eight and two in their last ten, I should say that's uh, that's not bad. I'm, <clears throat> they are actually playing better, but they had faded for a while. NFC South from last year, <coughs> yeah, true that too. That's a good point, uh, Big Boss. NFC South was trash. Mariners can't stay this hot for the season, can they? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. The Mariners now are who we thought the Mariners would be all year. It's a good baseball team, bro. Do not sleep on them. It's kind of like what I told you guys, man. Do not sleep on the Texas Rangers either. Even though they're fading now, the Rangers to have held on this long and to be this good for this long, and I still say they can make the playoffs. I don't. I think the Rangers are going to make the playoffs. They may be stumbling and 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 um, going in, you know, on a losing streak, but I think the Rangers still make the playoffs. But that's a good baseball team, also. So they got three really good baseball teams. In the uh, American League West, in the Astros, uh, Rangers, and Mariners. So, uh, we need a sad fan cam on total dollars when the Rangers miss the wild card. Speaking of that, let's take a look at the wild card real fast. Um, here's your wild card standings. Right now, Tampa has a, a four and a half game lead over the Blue Jays. Astros have just a half game. That's the thing. It's tight, man. Uh, the Mariners and the Jays are tied. And the Jays or the Mariners have the tiebreaker. Um, Or sorry, not tied. Uh, But they have, well, I guess a one game. Or they're a half game behind the Astros. Sorry. That's what I meant. So uh, the Jays are a game behind the Mariners. The Mariners are a half game behind the Astros. And the Astros are four and a half back of the Rays. So it's a tight race. The Red Sox are done. The Red Sox ain't going to make the playoffs. But this is a four-team race. Uh, so, one, you, the Jays would have to leapfrog, um, or, or the, the I should say the Texas Rangers would have to fall behind the Astros, Mariners, and the Toronto Blue Jays. I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I think they're in. I think they're in, but they need to get their shit together um, if they're going to put forth put forth a good run down the stretch. But um, So, I, I still say Rays, Astros, Mariners, Rangers, just don't know in what order. I don't think the Rays are going to catch um, the Orioles. They're what two get two back. Yeah, I don't think so. The Orioles aren't fading. It doesn't look like right now. Although the Rays could get hot. Um, so there's that. But yeah, uh, you can see the Mariners are real hot right now. Eight and two over their last ten. Astros five and five, and the Rangers are scuffling at three and seven. So uh, you never sleep on a Bochi team. That's the thing, man. Bochi has done a hell of a job. If he's not uh, the, I mean, he's got to at least be one of the two finalists, right? Oh, boy, out in Baltimore and uh, Bochi. That's the two guys that have to be up for manager of the year in the American League. Bochi has done a hell of a job. The Orioles were good down the stretch last year. Rangers, not so much. The Orioles looked good, but it was like, eh, they're not going to do that again. That was a flash in the pan. Obviously, it wasn't. Uh, but I think, yeah, with as bad as the Rangers were, Bochi, he's and they got a plus one eighty one run differential. To me, I give him manager of the year, but that's just me. Yes, three AL West teams: Alex Villanueva, Rangers, Astros, Mariners, all making the playoffs. Correxa. Um, it's the same shit they did last year. Mm, Cubs just won. Okay. But that don't mean that they're going to win, beat, catch the Brewers. Don't. 
Uh, let's see. The Blue Jays have a slightly better chance of making the playoffs than the Mariners at this point. That's probably based on strength of schedule. Uh, back to this real quick, though. Your power rankings. Rangers were four. Rays are five uh, and were five last week. Astros were six, are six and were six last week as well. Mariners are seven. <clears throat> Excuse me. Blue Jays are eight. Philly nine. Uh, and uh, the Mil- Milwaukee Brewers are ten. They were nine last week. So there's your top ten. Red Sox 11. Giants 12, Cubs 13, there's your Cubs, Mark G. Uh, Twins 14, Reds 15, I'll we'll just go uh, Diamondbacks tied for 15, so there you go. There's the top 15. You don't need the rest. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit about the rest of that. Uh, but there's your, um, what's it called? What the hell am I looking for? Power rankings. Brought to you by nobody. We don't have sponsors. We stopped looking for those. We just gave up. Uh, I guess brought to you by The Athletic because it's their power rankings. I don't know. I don't know if I prefer ESPN's power rankings or um, The Athletic's power rankings. They both do pretty well, I'd say. They both do uh, a fair to midland job. All right, here's what we're going to do real quick. We're going to take a very quick little break. Just a, just a skosh. Just, I'm going to grab another Diet Coke so we can lock in and uh, settle in for Rich O'Toole to join me um, at uh, 4 o'clock and take us to the show close at 5. Can the WB sponsor the show? I doubt they would do that. Uh, and then uh, we'll come back. So I'm going to go get a Diet Coke. I'm going to pee. That all takes like two, three minutes. You are not going to go anywhere because when we come back, I have a plethora of topics to discuss, including... There is literally Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda, listen, Linda. There is literally, who says literally? Is it literally or literally? Hey, what's up, Josh? How are you, Mr. Hooligan? Good to see you, buddy. Look at this guy over here wearing my hat. <laughs> what's up, Bob? Good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. Um, so we're going to take this quick break. I'm going to pee, get a Diet Coke, come back. When I do, we're going to talk about there is literally one car left in America under $20,000. What? I know. We'll discuss right after this. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanac. Do not, I repeat, do not go anywhere. Stick around. We're back.
Hey, welcome back to the, the second half of Barry on Deck. I don't know why the music didn't play. It was supposed to... <sighs> I gotta fix that. It was supposed to, like, randomly play songs. I have a whole playlist of music that it was supposed to play. Let me uh, start or stop a playlist. What? Close. Playlist not configured. What? Oh, that's not... What? Dad gummit. What in the heck? Heck darn shoot. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It was supposed to play, but it didn't. So, oh well. Oh, there there it goes. Yeah, did that play? Okay, well, that's just the one song. I have like one, two, three, four, five songs. In this playlist, it played music, but just the one song. It should have played something like this. Remember that? Remember that one? Um, it should have played something like this. Remember that one? And it could have played this. Song at song at this. I don't know what this is. This sounds weird. Your music is so loud. It, is it? Okay, just play already. What is this? That's creepy. That's a good little break song, right? And then this one. So that's what it should have played. But it didn't play any of them. And it sucked. Well played one, nonetheless. CC said it's twerkable. Okay. Uh, welcome back. Don't forget, 4 o'clock, Rich O'Toole going to be joining me. Can't, can't wait for that. Very excited about that. Uh, I'd like to get more musicians on this show. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to start with Mr. O'Toole, uh, a staple here in the Texas music scene. Um, blistering up the charts. His last two albums have done really well. And um, I'm saving this. There's something about him that I want you to know about. We won't discuss that until he joins us at 4 o'clock. Uh, and I want to save it for that because, you know, a lot of times when you do this, you try to... You'll see a lot of times people, will, when they do an interview, they're going to go through and they're going to write down all these different notes. And I don't like to do that. Y'all know me. I like interviews to be organic. Wherever they go, they go. Uh, and we just have a good time. And so, I mean, I, you know, you want to look up stuff about them if you can find it. But I just, uh, we're going to talk about him and talk about things. And uh, if you haven't followed him on, I should say Twitter, but it's really X. Uh, just go to at Rich O'Toole. And uh, yeah, at Rich O'Toole. R-I-C-H-O-T-O-O-L-E. Great follow. Fun follow. You've probably seen a lot of his stuff out there. It, he goes viral quite a bit. So uh, give him a follow for that. All right. But he'll be coming up at 4 o'clock-ish. Shock Jams 95. Oh, shut up. Put in put in more that's what I call music. No, I'm not. I can't. I got to get stuff that's copyright free. All right. Let's talk about this. Uh, I mentioned it. I teased it before the break. There's a report out. I can sing if you. God, no. No. Um, there's a report that came out, I don't know, a couple days ago. 
And this is from, well, I got the article from the Morning Brew, uh, which is a really good newsletter if you're looking for something to kind of kickstart your day and catch up with the goings on in the world. Morning Brew is a good one. Um, but this article that came out, and it says, and uh, I quote here, there's only one new car left under $20,000. Anybody want to guess who the manufacturer of that car is? Anyone want to guess? Anyone? 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 <clears throat> huh? Anyone? Would you say it's Ford? You'd be wrong. Would you say, I'll give you a hint. It is not domestic. It's not a domesticated car. No, it's not a Kia. Those are expensive as shit now. Kias are crazy expensive. Like, for real, for real. Little Tykes, what is that? No. Kia, yeah, and you think Kia, because they, didn't they say Kia stood for keep it affordable? <clears throat> it is a, uh, it's not a Hyundai uh, CC, or as Nora would say, a Hyundai. I'm like, what are you, an 80-year-old woman? Who says Hyundai? Nora's like, well, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Hyundai, Hyundai? I'm like, it's a Hyundai. Who says, you know who says Hyundai? Old white women. You're not an old white woman, Nora. Get your shit together. Well, I don't know, but I saw this, the Hyundai Santa Fe. Okay. You know what? Just, just stop it, old lady. Oh, Saturn's a good one. I don't even think they make Saturn anymore. <coughs> Power wheels, BMW, Toyota, VW. Somebody in the chat said it. Where'd it go? Uh, Mark, you fucking wet blanket. Jesus Christ. Mark, it's a Mitsubishi Mirage. He's right. It is the Mitsubishi Mirage, actually. It's uh, it's the last car that you can get under $20,000 new. Obviously, you can get cars under $20,000 that aren't new. Uh, but it is the last of its kind. It says uh, automotive, Cox Automotive found that Mitsubishi Mirage was the only new model going for less than $20,000. That's right. It goes for $19,205. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark. Exactly. <clears throat> um, yeah, so you can get a Mitsubishi Mirage for 19205 And I'm guessing that's like the bare minimum. Yeah, the Ford Fiesta is more than twenty k. I think Nora had a Fiesta when we met. I think she had a Ford Fiesta. That was her car. That was what she was driving when we met. I was driving a Ford Ranger um, single cab short bed stepside. <laughs> that was the shit in 98, boy. It wasn't the shit at all. It was the shit that I could afford uh, back then. And I had like the big fat wheels on it with rims. And uh, I had the blackout kit on the the tail lights and the headlights and I had the 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 blackout uh or the air dam the tinted air dam on the hood and then the two air dams on the windows but I was a smoker so those were like useful because I could crack the window let the smoke out but it didn't blow back and and then the ash would fly out that was useful had the tinted uh eyebrow across the windshield oh yeah oh that truck I wonder if I have a picture of that truck I don't think I do that was a long time ago. 98 was a long ass time ago. <laughs> uh, 
Um, that's so funny. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Damn it. <coughs> uh, anyways, yeah. That's what we had. So, so it's a, it's a, let me see. Let me pull that up. Hold on. Mitsubishi Mirage. The all new, all new Mitsubishi Mirage. From 16245? Oh, that's going to be bare bones. Like, that's crazy. You can get a brand new car for $16,000. Wow. That's, that's not bad at all, actually. Let's see. Here's the website. Let's pull that up. There we go. Look at that. From 16245. Everything you need to get around. <laughs> That's their slogan? What a shitty slogan. The Mitsubishi Mirage. Four wheels and a gas tank. What? We got seats. <laughs> what? Everything you need to get from point A to point B. The Mitsubishi Mirage. It ain't fancy, but it's something. What kind of fucking... Is that supposed to entice me? Is that supposed to be like, oh, man. You mean it's got everything I need to get around? Are you shitting me? What a stupid slogan. The Mitsubishi Mirage now includes a windshield. What? So stupid. I can't believe that's their slogan. Do they have a slogan for every car? Oh, God. Please tell me that every car has a stupid slogan like that. I just, I really want to know that. Hold on. Let's go to Mitsubishi's homepage. The Mitsubishi. What? I used to have an Eclipse. The Mitsubishi Eclipse. It's not fast, but it's got a spoiler. What are we doing, Mitsubishi? What are we doing? Donna said it's like an airplane kit. You have to put it together yourself. Yeah. Mitsubishi, they just joined forces with Ikea. Mitsubishi, you may have some leftover parts, but it'll get you where you need to go. What? That's hilarious. Uh, let's see all their offerings. <coughs> let's see what their cars are. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Brochures. Um, let's see. Go away. Go away, why don't you? There's the Mirage. There we go. So we have the Mirage. Let's see what the Outlander is. The Outlander hit the road to adventure. Jesus, they need to hire a marketing person. This is awful. <laughs> Dico Suave. Get them while they're hot. The Mitsubishi Outlander Sport. Hit the road to adventure, just not too hard, because we saved a lot of money on suspension. Jesus, this is hilarious. This is they, they got the worst slogans ever. Oh, Eclipse Cross? What? They brought the Eclipse back. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, daddy like it. Oh, here we go. Here's the Outlander. Uh, let's do the 2024 Outlander. It's the Mitsubishi Outlander. Elevate your drive with iconic styling, refined comfort, and premium features like seats and 
carpet. Okay, that one's not bad though. That one's not bad. That's their that's the best one so far for them. <coughs> uh let's see what the Eclipse Cross is. Breathtaking style that comes with the latest technology and safety features like brakes and windshield wipers. <laughs> they can't afford a marketing person for 19k. True that. True that. That's that's true. Yeah, you're right about that. That's awesome. That looks nothing like the Eclipse either. That's hilarious. Is that one of the worst slogans in history? I mean, that's got to be one of the worst car slogans in history, right? Where did it go? Oh, let's go back again. Gosh, that makes me so, that makes me so happy in the pants. The Mitsubishi Mirage. Everything you need to get around, I guess. (laughs) So great. It doesn't come with a guy in a kilt. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, my God. The Mirage phased out Flintstone brakes with its 2023 model. Well done, Cisco. That's so funny. I wonder, like, I wish we had time. The worst, uh, worst advertising slogans in history. I wonder if we can find one worse than the Mitsubishi Mirage. Everything you need to get around. <laughs> Here goes Bored Panda. Bored Panda. By the way, don't forget, five minutes coming up. Join me on the program. Uh, Rich O'Toole going to be here. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Stick around for that. Yes, I'll whitelist. Bro, there's a reason I have an ad blocker. It's because I don't want to see your bullshit. But yeah, I'll whitelist it for this part of the show. <laughs> Okay, well, I found this article. It's from Board Panda, and it's the 30 worst <laughs> advertising slogans and taglines. Here you go. Don't say I didn't warn you. Number one, the more you play with it, the harder it gets. <laughs> Sega. Oh, Sega, what are we doing? Se- to, to be this good, these are the, to be the good. What? To be this good takes what? <coughs> Say what? The more you play with it, the harder it gets. I don't even know what that. Number two, sunglass shack sitting on faces since two thousand and one. Okay, I feel like they did that on purpose. I don't know that Allen's. That's that's really bad. Uh, number three, <laughs> nothing sucks like an Electrolux. A mobile vacuum? Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh good luck. <laughs> Uzbekistan Airways. <laughs> uh, Uzbekistan Airways. Good luck. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's so great. Trojan condoms. Oops. Oh, my God. That is so funny. (coughs) Uzbekistan Airways. Good luck. Oh, God. That's the best. How is that not the best? Oh, Jesus. That's so funny. (coughs) Um, (laughs) Introducing Marla Tash. Something for every hole. That's so funny. 
earrings. Something for every hole. Okay. Uh, what were the comments on? Uh, I've tried their planes twice. It's the most honest advertisement in the world. No, you've obviously never flown on Spirit. Oh, my God. Spirit, it's like you're riding on a lawn chair. Jesus, <clears throat> that's the worst. Uh, number six, after dinner, you can stab your date. What? At a kebab place? Okay, that's the best thing in life comes in cellophane. <laughs> that is not okay at all. <coughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Uh, what is this? This is went shopping and found this ad promoting safe sex. Would you give up this for this? No, I wouldn't. Of course not. Why would I do that? That's stupid. Number nine, cheat on your girlfriend, not on your workout. Oh, thanks, Reebok. That's not okay either, I guess. Number 10, men are better than women. Well, we have found the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, there's truth in advertising. Finally. Number 10, men are better than women. In, oh, look what it says. <laughs> Hold up. Look what it says. Indoors, women are useful. <laughs> men were such assholes back in the 40s and 50s. <laughs> Indoors, even pleasant. Oh, wow. No shit. Indoors, women are useful. Even pleasant. On a mountain, there's something of a drag. <laughs> so don't go hauling them up a cliff just to show off your whatever. <clears throat> Drum and climbing sweaters, no need to. These pullovers look great anywhere on the level. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. That is just terrible. And why is this? I just noticed this woman hanging on by a thread down here. I didn't even notice this woman. She's just like, please, how? I'm about to fall off the mountain. And Hal's like, hey, did you catch the game there, Billy? He's like, I sure did. Hal, is your wife going to be okay? Ah, don't worry about Marge. She's replaceable. What in the fuck? That is, oh my God. <clears throat> That's outstanding. Dr I'm buying a drumming sweater just to support. <laughs> Oh, all right, so there you go. The last car under uh, <clears throat> under $20,000 is a Mitsubishi Mirage. And remember, it's everything you need to get around. <clears throat> That's super weird. All right. Let me make sure he's in the green room. Uh, oh, he is. Oh, fancy. We got Studio Rich in the building. Holy shit. All right, y'all. I'm super excited about this. I told you guys I wanted to start getting more guests uh, on the show and um, I'm getting back to that. And literally my first message was to my guest joining me right now. Cause I see him all the time online. We've never met in person. We're just like online Twitter pals, I guess. And I was like, fuck it. This dude is hilarious. He's a great follow. <clears throat> He's a country icon in the state of Texas and joining me right now, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show. Rich O'Toole. Rich, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey, good luck. Good luck flying. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. That's Good so luck. great. <laughs> I think Spirit Airlines should just adopt that. Spirit Airlines just adopt the American slogan of "Good luck." Yeah, Spirit Airlines. I guess <laughs> that's so great. I guess we'll get there. <laughs> that needs to be like. That needs to be your marketing for your next album. Be like Rich O'Toole. Yeah, you can hear it. 
I hope she's not pregnant. Rich O'Toole. <laughs> She's not pregnant. I, this, I buy that album. Out, I don't. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah, Spirit, well, next time Spirit Airlines flies to Baltimore, just use the sound like bottom of Fox News. Good luck. Listen to the bottom. That's, 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 that's it. Not running the promo. That is so great. Well, dude, that got me to too. The show. I was laughing so hard while you were talking. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, man. I, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, it's You're in the studio. What you working on, first of all? What you, uh, yeah, I, mean, I know you can't. single Ah, well, we can play. Matt, you want to play a little bit? Oh! No one's ever heard this before. Oh, shit. Well, let me turn this up, then. Let's get this rolling. Um, what? So, so working on a new single? new song called Stay, we're working on. Nice. Uh, that's, that's what's up, uh, man. Yeah, Look so, at that. yeah we're, uh, we're we're mixing the new single right now. So when you at four o'clock, I was like, we've got to stop. I got to do this. And oh, the Mac, I'm... the producer was like, hey, look at the studio in the background. Look cool. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great setting. You know, of, of all the guests I've had, this is the best setting I've had. Usually, most people look like they're a hostage in their house. They just got like a curtain behind them and <laughs> they're poorly lit. You can't hear them. They just it's a it usually looks like a hostage situation. So this is great, man. They got the Turkish. They got the Turkish Airlines uh, poster behind them. Good luck. <laughs> the uh, Street. <laughs> that is great. Well, you and I met. We've never met in person. We met on uh, Twitter, and I got to tell you, man, we, we, I, I want to get into all of it, but I got to start with that because that's how um, I, I first had heard of you or found you was on Twitter. You are a great follow. It was that intentional. Were you like really focusing on, I got to build up the brand. Cause I know I'm a stand up comic and I know the name of the game nowadays in 2023 is followers and fans and all that shit. Was yeah. this just intentional or was this just like, this is the shit I like. And if it happens, it happens. It was, it was, yeah. I, I think the hard time and I, it's actually kind of helped really helped us and really hurt us was I'm a deep songwriter. I write really, my music's not funny. It's a good songwriting. But what I found out though is like, I'm a funny dude. I really love, to cut up, I'm a I'm a class clown. I'm like love to cut up. And Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all this, all that BS was a great way to show like my real personality. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's now got a lot of fans. Like we have a lot of fans come to shows. Going, Rich is a great guy. He's funny. I like his music. It's, it makes you more well rounded because nothing bothers me more than seeing a really talented songwriter and then you meet him in person and you're like, man, I don't, I wouldn't fly Turkish Airlines with this guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and that's and that's the thing is like a lot of these songwriters are just boring. And that's, yeah. that's why I was like, look, I, I can bring a different dynamic to this and have fun with it. Well, I mean, so you, that's why I really do enjoy it. And you, you get to meet a lot of fans. You get to follow people in life and see their journey. So. Yeah. And that's the cool thing I love about it, too, is like you get to see different aspects of people. And so, um, I mean, I think one of the I can't remember exactly the first one where I saw you. And I, I don't know if I responded or retweeted, but you do a lot of stuff. I mean, you're from Houston. For those of you that didn't know that are watching, Rich is from Houston, Texas, born and raised, correct? Yeah, well, look at this. Go Astros. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And I think you did Where like a, Houston, yeah. I think you did like an Astros versus in or not Astros. You did a, a Whataburger versus In and Out or something like that. It was years ago when I first saw it. And I think I responded and <clears throat> we ended up following each other and you know, that that's we've been together ever since. Um but but yeah, you you have a very <laughs> you you're very much rooted in Houston culture, aren't you? Very much. I grew up there. And it's funny, you know, I that's why me and Bun B have become friends was I grew up in you know around the rap scene I grew up around old school you know Astrodome that time of scene man like I just grew up in that and so I'm like kind of a product of like 
I was born in 83, so I knew what it was like to not have a cell phone use. And, and now mm. I just turned 40, so I know what it's like to, like, the younger generation that is only knows technology and knew Houston. And it, it's fun. I mean, those things on Twitter, like, when you compare Waterburger and In-N-Out, that is like catnip for, for new followers, you know? They're just like, <laughs> yep. Uh, it couldn't be easier to, to put stuff like that out. And you, you get to you get to see those trends in Texas. Like, I did the whole no beans in Chile, and I've gotten, like, literally over 10 oh. death threats from that. It's hilarious. You'll take that so seriously. That, it it uh, amazes so me you how find controversial that work, can and you be. put them out there, and you just like, say it again? I said it's amazing how controversial that can be, this whole beans, no beans thing. Uh, in Chile, and I mean, it is Texas, it is Houston, but you're right. I I see you posting about it periodically. So first yeah. of all, where do you stand on this? I'm a bean guy. I mean, my dad's from Minnesota, my mom's from Washington State. I was born and raised yeah. in Houston, but we're at Chile. There was beans in it, and you meet these guys that are like, it was, I started making fun of it because it was again, these guys were taking themselves too seriously. They're like, oh, you, you don't put beans in chili. Oh, it's got to have the smoked brisket and all that. And I was like, dude, you're just eating a hot dog topping in a bowl. This is like the saddest meal. This is full of grease and like, and meat. That's it. There's no like, there's no beans there. Like, how are you? Are you okay? Like, you know, are, when you go to the bathroom, is it all right? Like, this is, this is terrible. And so I started like aggravating, poking the bear. And I've done it. I've done it where it's gone wrong. I poked the bear all the time. And I did it like last year where I was just like, I said something about gun rights or something. And I was like, I want guns. I just don't. I don't need a. I don't need a AR-15 to like kill a thousand deer at one time. I see all my rifles and shotguns and pistols. I'm like, and then all that that the right wing guns nuts were just like, I'll never listen to your music ever again. I'm like, dude, it's okay to listen to my music because I just want to own a rifle and a shotgun. That's I don't know where you're coming from, but those same those same people are like beans and chili people, and they're hilarious, man. And they'll they'll literally just go at you like it's offensive, and they're like, wow. It's amazing. It's amazing that the hills that people will die on. It's like you, you literally have people I'm unfollowing. It's like you said, I'll never listen to your music again because you only want to use rifles and, and pistols to kill people and not, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is that? What? And then the, the chili beans, no beans. I'm of the opinion that you ain't eating what I eat. So I don't really give a fuck if you like what I put in my chili or not. I don't care. You eat it how you eat it. I'll eat it how I eat it. And, you know what I mean? That's just, it, people it's, get it's awesome. They get super weird about it. I mean, that's just like thing in general, like Twitter is this, God, I can't, I don't even know what it is anymore. Now it's called X, right? And, yeah. and you're really just like, you're really getting an inside of people's head. I can do it way worse. I back off now because I just don't like waking up in the morning and reading like 30 death threats. It's like, okay, I'm going to start doing stuff. In the, and it's like, you put left and right versus each other. And then you watch them fight. It's like running into a McDonald's and being like Democrats on left side. Republicans on the right side. All right, y'all charge each other. And you just lead the McDonald's and just watch this fight happen. And you're like, wow, y'all are both kind of odd. Y'all are both very odd people. And now you're just fighting each other. Um, I'm glad I started that. So, no, it's it's terrible, man. It, it's a really fun adult app to be on. You know, because you, yeah. you have like porn stars like talking about, you know, how great Whataburger. You have, you have every, light, every walk of life is on there just discussing it. And you're like, wow, wow, this is a fun app. This is a great app. It, really it is. is. It, you, as long as you don't let it, you know, get to you or, 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 because right. it, it can get out of hand. There's a bunch of weirdos. Somebody asked in the chat, so I don't know if you know about like live streaming and Twitch and all this stuff, but yeah, on yeah, the yeah, show, yeah, kinda, yeah. 
Yeah, so we've got a chat going, and and people that are watching can chat with the show, and they'll ask questions. And if I see them, I'll I'll pop them in here and ask you if they're appropriate. I, I try to filter out the shit that's not appropriate. But um, Donna wanted to know, uh, do you mess with Astros Twitter? Because I got I got into a big fight with Astros Twitter last week or so uh, about John Singleton, and boy, they came for me. Yeah, they called me must- racist. No, it is. I, I'm in Astros Twitter, and I follow all of them, and I see them. And you'd be very, you'd tread lightly. Those those people, I don't know if you cuss their show. Oh, absolutely! You can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like they will they will kill you. Like those people are crazy, and uh, they're awesome though. Like they're fun, and they all go to games, and they all meet up. There's like a photo of like sixty of them, and they all kind of date each other. There's drama, and uh, yeah, you gotta be careful with those cats, man. They (laughs) it's but how's here's the deal? Like every city now is getting their own after Twitter. So like LA has their own LA Dodgers Twitter. Then yeah. you see them and they like meet up, but then you see them like leave and then they're back to talking shit. It's just a, it's a Sunday morning cartoon of just pure uh, funniness. You know, it really is. So. It's like this. It becomes this subculture. Which, you know, used to be it was just fans and there was like, you know, back in the day there was like maybe message boards or a Reddit style thing where you kind of. But now this whole this whole Astros Twitter thing has taken on a life of its own and they've gotten so sensitive and they've gotten such a wolf pack mentality because of the whole cheating scandal and everybody else's fan bases were talking shit. And so now. So I just simply said, look, John Singleton doesn't belong on a major league roster. The dude is like a 160 career hitter. And, yeah. you know, and then, oh, God, I got called racist. Uh, you're a fat piece of shit. No <laughs> wonder you don't have a job at ESPN Radio anymore. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Literally, statistically, there are there are stats that back up my stance. What are you talking about? They're like, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's funny, man. Like I said, the, the Astros Twitter is accessible because they know I'm a diehard fan. I had season tickets. I got a lot of games. And they're like, I'm part of it. But I don't mess with them. I mean, they are. That's a tough, it's a tough game. But, but I want to get like, jumped by them outside the outside <laughs> to get a margarita or something. I'm that guy though that now once once you come at me, I'm just gonna. So now I'm just like, hey, I'm going in. I'm tagging all of them. I'm like, where where was all the John Singleton defenders? Now that he's over his last 48 at bats, what what happened there, guys? Nothing. <laughs> they're, they're just waiting for him to hit another home oh. run so they can come talk shit again. That they'll be waiting until next year probably. Uh, all right, we got a we got a question in the chat. Let me read this okay. and make sure it's appropriate. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. All right. Uh, Cisco, his name is uh, Wine is Punk Rock on the show. But Cisco said, hashtag ask me anything. Rich, do you like wine? Follow up. Ever make it out to the hill country? I'll hang up and listen. And the reason is because Cisco used to live here in Houston and uh, got inspired and chased a dream. And he's now working at a vineyard in the hill country. And he kind of does the the show like, uh, uh, I don't know, Cisco, what's it called? He like. He does the tastings and he does like the whole. You, he brings you in and he you sample oh, that's the wines. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You a you a wine guy? You yeah, this? big wine guy. I actually I announced that I went sober like uh, last year. I made it like three months, and mm. I did, and so I cut back to wine and beer. Right. I I, I, I was so bored of that. I, I really was overdoing it during COVID because we had, <laughs> we couldn't tour for a year and a half. I was drinking a lot. I feel. And that. so I, mean, I announced I was like, look, I need to like cut back. But now I drink I drink wine a lot. Um, I do like it, and I'm actually in the Hill Country. The studio here is in. Uh, uh, where are we at? North of San Antonio and uh, Halos. Nice. So I love Sister Dale. I love all the Texas wines. I go to a ranch in Harper, Texas twice a month. My buddy's ranch. We hunt and we do a lot of wine tasting. So I I love the hill country and I love wine. So well, I need to get you a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little wine tasting. There you go. Um, yeah, he's over hospitality for um, what is the name again? It's Chris something. 
Not Ruth Chris. Uh, that's a steakhouse. I don't remember the name. Cisco, put the name in the chat, and I'll <laughs> tell him what it is. But it is out there in the Hill Country. Um, and we were supposed to go out there, and then, of course, COVID happened, and that that wasn't a thing. Talk about that for a minute, man, because I, I feel you on that. You know, I was um, I was on ESPN for a while. Got laid off during COVID, but I'm also my other job is stand up comedian, so I couldn't tour. I couldn't work. Yeah. Um, what did you do in your downtime? What were you? What were you? I just doing? bought this. I bought my like dream house at Nashville, and it's awesome. It had like a river around it and all this, and Damn. had a record deal. And the, rep, the album was coming out in March of 2020. Album comes out. They shut down the world like the next week, and the record label was like, "Just stay home. We'll keep you posted. Stay home. Keep you posted." Well, after like three months, I was just like 11 a.m. Open some wine. Didn't stop drinking till midnight. To a point where I was drinking like three bottles of wine a day. And because uh, I, I, I had nothing to do. Yeah. I was playing music. My friends would play music, would drink wine, play music, drink wine. So eventually I had to stop that because I was like, man, I'm, I'm dying or like being so unhealthy. And, um, you know, it was tough. And I had to give it up for a bit. And uh, now we're back doing stuff. I think I think a lot of people have that trouble. And it was it was terrible because I worked my whole life to get to a point where I had this record deal where to come out with this album. We were really going to go and tour. Um, big national press tour. We're trying to get on like, you know, equivalent of like Seth Meyers Live, stuff like that. And it all came crashing down. Lost my record though because the album didn't do very well. Um, we couldn't. We couldn't tour. I mean, you, it did as much as I could through social media and that was pretty much it. Yeah. I stopped, I was playing live. I stopped doing that because I was so bored just playing to a TV screen. Um, you know, this is already giving me PTSD right here. I'm just joking. But um, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just like it. I mean, and that was, I had to get over it and we came out with a, you know, a couple of new singles other than that. Now we're doing shows two or three times, four times a month. Uh, so it was tough, man, but you know, got through it. I know a lot of people had that same story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I, you said you, you were playing live. Were you doing like Zoom shows and stuff like that? Or were you at least just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got old. I remember like being in the middle of one and just put my guitar down and being like, hey, I'm out. I, I, I don't, if I play one more song to an empty computer screen, because you can't really see them. It's so It's sad. like, oh, 500 people are listening. I'm like, are they? I mean, somebody naked on their side of this list that we play. I don't even know what's. This is creepy. Be, they might have just put um, it on there over there vacuuming. Like, you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did. I, I listen. Some, I some did crazy couple trying to make love in front of it. Exactly. This show started um, during COVID when I got laid off from ESPN Radio. But comedy was a thing that, you know, they would do Zoom shows. And I was just like, I, I can't. I didn't want to do it. I only did one Zoom show the entire time during COVID because I was just like, comedy is such a personal experience between you and the crowd, good or bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, you, you want to see the reaction from the crowd. You want to hear the reaction from the crowd. I want to hear the silence. If that makes sense. Like I want to, that's, that's the whole experience for everybody in the room. And to do a Zoom show with like 50 people staring at you, but you can't hear them or Dude, I did one. It was a cancer benefit for a buddy of mine. But other than that, I just didn't do comedy. Oh. I was just like, no, I don't. No, I, I because live, I lock you in that person. I lock you in the person singing my lyrics back to me. I yes. lock in with person in the fourth row. I have these people I focus on. It gives me, it makes me more relaxed. I don't even like these things. Make me nervous, kind of doing them. But I, I think that like you need that live experience to kind of like you feed off that energy. And when you're just yeah. seeing like you know forty Zoom people on there, you're like. Is that guy taking his shirt off? What's going on here? Am I just, you're like, what? Yeah. So I, I just didn't like that. It kind of turned me off of music. And I didn't want to retire. I didn't want to quit. I was 36 when the COVID happened. I just turned 40. So I think it's, we've been in it for like three, good three years. Yeah. And it's like, wow, we're just getting out of it. That's what well, it feels like to me. It's like, I feel like I'm just getting and, out of it. 
and now they're saying that it might be coming back. I'm just like, holy shit, I can't. I'm not going to play. I'm not doing that. I can't do it again. I'm not going. If anyone tells me to wear a mask tomorrow, I'm just leaving. Yeah. Unless I'm like, unless I'm in court or it's like jail time could happen if I don't put it on, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. If I order like the Southwest Egg Rolls and the Chilean managers come down, I was like, oh, when you put the mask on, I'm just egg rolls to the wall and then I'm out. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. I'm out. Here's my my MX amount. I'm not playing these games anymore. It ruined my record deal. And like people died of COVID and COVID is very serious and I'm not trying to make a lot of it. I'm just saying like, we did it. We tried it. Everything. We, everyone did their best for two years. Now it's like we can't let the economy totally sink by bringing that back. No, and, um, and, and like you said, dude, I, I, that sucks so bad because how, how long have you been doing music? How long, how long were you doing music before the record deal? 22. So I think my first major record deal since so I was 36. I worked my, you know, for 14 years Jeez. to get that one moment, and then yeah. they shut it down, and I was like, I went into like a really a bad anxiety depression. Not in a bad word. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, waking up just in a, in a, you know, what do you call it? Like a robe and like mumbling around the house. <laughs> depression. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is, this is, this is super, super bad. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it was tough. That was tough on me. I had to rebuild myself, rebuild my character and all that. So, well, is, th- is that when you kind of embrace the <laughs> social media? Good luck. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I said this phone Turkish Airlines for like during COVID. We're like, yeah, I'm fu- I'm back. It can't get worse than this. Good luck. Go ahead, sorry. Um, is is that when you kind of embrace social media more? Was during COVID and like, hey, let's just see if I can, you know, what I can make of this. <clears throat> I did. I did. The, I did it kind of in the worst way because I didn't. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't talk to anyone about it. I just one day announced that I was going to like get a little bit of help because I was like, look, I'm having a lot of anxiety and I have a lot of depression. I'm drinking every day. And I told my fans like, I need some help. And that was tough. I shouldn't have done that. I was just in a state of like, just wanting to be honest with people. Mm-hmm. And I look back, I wish I would have done that. That was stupid. But sometimes like, you don't want to talk to your parents. You don't want to talk to your friends. You're just so mad. And a lot of people on social media are my, my family. There's, there's a good 100, 200 followers that I like write to every day and like keep up with their lives and how you doing or hey, I didn't see you. Did you get the job interview? These are fans that come to my shows. And, and so you kind of invest in certain people, Yeah, you know, and it, it, it is, it has, it's brought me a, a bigger heart social media has and i stick up for people or i've done it i mean i see people get bullied and i'll step in and go hey knock it off yeah you know i got a bigger platform if you want to mess with someone here come at me i could take it yeah you know you're picking on some girl with 300 followers you know and you're some big tough guy it's like all right well step into the ring step into the arena i got some good i got some good shit for you yeah it's good i got a great life man it hurt me what do you need to call me like a little oh tools getting chubby or like dude i'm fine yeah, that's great, man. And, and we need more of that. Look at us getting raided. What is going on right now? Frank Thomas coming in with the big raid. <clears throat> What's up, Frank? Thank you for coming in, man. Bringing 22 viewers. Uh, welcome in, guys. Uh, you picked a hell of a day to raid, Frank. Thank you for being here, man. Uh, I got Rich O'Toole joining wow. me on the show. Uh, thank you for the follow as well, Frank. But yeah, Rich O'Toole, a, a, a native Houstonian, uh, Houston uh, and Texas, dare I say, country legend. Uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck. The, he's in the studio now working on an album or, or is it the single? Uh, album, but this single will be the next one that drops in like four weeks. So we're doing the final touches on it today. Gotcha. Dude, so, that's great. So yeah, I'm paying by the hour, you know, so I, I got to get out of here in a, in a bit. You know, you let me know. I don't want to keep you. You tell me. I usually do this for an hour, bro. We can stop anytime you want. If you could be like, hey, uh, I don't want to do this no more. I'll be like, cool, man. I, I no, totally no, I don't do it. myself. I got I to I bounce like five minutes. But 
Uh, five, we get this done. We and when at, at four thirty-five? You said or five after five? What'd you say? Uh, like in five minutes. Oh it's yeah, good. yeah. We'll go to you. Want to go? I'm to not a, cutting you off. I feel bad. I feel bad. I just got it. We're in the studio. I thought we were just doing like a twenty-minute thing. So sure, absolutely. No, uh, whatever you we're want. We're all to good. Do. I, I did see, so doing some research, because you and I aren't friends other than, than social media, like you said, but I was like, yeah, yeah. I try to do a little bit of research. And of course, it, you, you start doing searches and shit like that. And I I didn't know if this is true. It was on Wiki and uh, it was on the, your Wikipedia page, which, by the way, super impressive. If you have a Wikipedia page, that's a big deal. Um, <clears throat> it says you're a member of Mensa. Is that is that true? I, I am, yeah. This is where it was going, yeah. huh? I got, I got a Mensa card right here. It's my back wallet. Dude, that is... I carry it I carry the joke, but I actually get it renewed because people don't believe me. And I'm like, yeah, look. I think it's in here. Oh, here it is. That is super impressive. There you go. Dude. This is how it happened. So okay. I got all C's my senior year and like 1D. My mom was like, you're not going to get into college. We're going to test you and see if you're like, your IQ is like below the, you know, Basically, to see if I'm like special needs. Yeah. And I went and hit the IQ test, and the counselor's like, dude, it's one of the highest IQs you've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> really? I wouldn't worry about him. He'll, he'll figure, yeah, like, he'll, he'll figure out life. Trust me, he'll be just fine. And so I barely got through there. And I barely got an AM. I graduated from AM and I started a music career. So I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't, I, I learned something every day. I don't consider myself smarter than, than anybody else. Uh, I learn stuff from people every single day. I think intelligence is just how you put things together in your brain. Um, now you meet some people and you're like, yeah, that guy's slow. That's that's terrible. But I think most people are extremely intelligent, so I don't hold up my head. But someone wrote that in there because it does. It was Mensa put me as like a Mensa celebrity, so that oh, attached no to my Wikipedia. <coughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. But hello, nerd. I don't go to any meetings. I should go to meetings to try to like pick up chicks. <laughs> I mean, kind of just like try to get like a like a really smart chick pregnant, say like a super super child. Bro, you, you, chances are you're going to be the best-looking dude at a Mensa meeting, right? I mean, come on. You're, I'm not clean you're up. You're a musician. Oh, yeah. Eh, I feel like most of the dudes there. So I look a little sweaty, but yeah. <laughs> All right, we got one question, and then I'm going to let you bounce. Um, I hate you for I'm, this. I'm sorry about that. Honestly, I just, we're in the studio, and we got to leave at 6. No, though. no, I, dude, I totally get it. I Trust feel me. bad. I didn't know the whole hour. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. It's okay. Back. Uh, here's the last question. Ask me anything. Is having a cool name the way to make it big? If so, do you have any advice for a guy with a normal name like Barry Laminek? Kiss my ass, Chris yeah, from Yeah, Barry, wait till you uh, try to go to high school with the name O'Toole. It was a no tool. Here comes tool. You can't use your tool. Trust me, O'Toole is not the name I chose to dive into life. That's my, that's my real last name. <laughs> I, okay, it, but he works in music. He's like Rich O'Toole. It's kind of slick sounding, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you weren't there for the first like 25 years where it was not a cool dad. Constantly being made fun of. <laughs> exactly. Well, listen, y'all go follow Rich at Rich O'Toole on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it. An absolutely great follow. I know Flank on the raid came in and said he's from Houston as well. So Flank, make sure you uh, and and the fellas check it out. And uh, yeah, everybody give him a follow because that's how I found you, Rich. And they're a great follow. Uh, and it's all about Houston, so uh, keep it up, man. I appreciate you doing this too, by the way. Thank you for Dude, taking the thank time. Thank you again. Like I said, I wish I could be on this show longer. Um, I'd love to come back. So let's start. absolutely maybe when let's the new do it comes again. Up, maybe we set something up like next month. It'd be fun to come yes, back. Yes, let's do it, man. When you drop it, we'll 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 bring you in. And uh, you know what? Do you smoke cigars? Are you a cigar guy? I do. Yeah, I do like cigars. Yeah. Well, I, don't I got know when I went sober for a little bit. I got I really got in the cigar game because I wanted so, something at night to like 
as am I. So maybe uh, I tried to do like a show once a week or once a month where I do, we get on my back patio, drink some whiskey, smoke cigars. I'll get you some wine. You're welcome to come over to the house and we can uh, we can talk music and, and kick it. Yeah, we can do that too. So Done deal. Let's do that. Let's set that up where we're doing it live because that way we can really get wild. Hell yeah. I'll tell you some uh, stories from the road or something. You know? Something yes. will get me canceled. Like we'll roll the dice on a good, this could cancel you story. Yes. And see what happens. I love it. I'm in. That'll be fun, man. I appreciate you. Best of luck to you in the studio, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Hey, God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, that is Rich O'Toole. Go follow him at Rich O'Toole on the Twitters or the X or whatever we're calling it or whatever we have to call it. I don't know. Uh, Give him a follow. I'm telling you guys, he is a great follow. That's how we found each other. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And he's hilarious. Uh, he's super funny, and if you're a Houston person and you love Houston culture, man, you you can do no better than following Rich, elongated muskrat, dude. That is hilarious. I had never heard that. Elon Elon Musk is elongated muskrat. I like that. That's uh, that's his government name. I feel like right, Flank. So Flank, tell me about yourself, buddy. Uh, what were you streaming, by the way? Thank you again for the raid. What were you streaming uh, before you popped in? Uh, let me know. Um. Uh, let's see who else came in. Who who followed? Uh, Flank did. Yeah, it went to rage. So that's dope. MLB the show. Let's go. Do you normally stream at this time? Are you normally on uh two to four, two to five ish? Uh, yo, sauce. Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated, man. Uh, sauce coming in as well. Uh, my government name is Jeremy Barfield. Oh, yeah, you might know the last name. Uh, I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's my normal time, two times a week. That's dope, dude. Uh, yes, uh, Jesse Barfield. Uh, what other Barfield do I know? I feel like Jesse Barfield. But there was another uh, uh, Barfield uh, in, in baseball as well. It was Jesse and... Uh, oh, that's your old man. No shit. That's outstanding. What was the other Barfield? Let's see. Barfield, MLB. Who am I thinking of? Who am I thinking of? Oh, your brother, Josh. That's it. Yes. Oh, dude, that's dope, man. So Jesse Barfield uh, is your pops. And y'all are, you're here in Houston. Is he, uh, does he live down here? How'd you end up in Houston? I'm guessing you were born in, where were you born at? That's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, oh, shit, Jeremy, we've met mutual friends. What? That's weird. Yeah, so Josh, Josh Barfield's your brother. Uh, Jesse is your dad. Where were you born? Were you born here in Houston, Flank? Born and raised in Houston, but live in Phoenix now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, Jeremy, we've met mutual friends. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, see, dude, you know what's crazy? I, I noticed this. I think a lot of people sleep on Houston as a city with... <sighs> People, famous people, I guess, you know, you always hear about L.A. You always hear about New York. Occasionally you'll hear uh, Chicago and Dallas. Rarely do you hear Houston mentioned, but there are a ton of current and former athletes that live here in Houston. There's a ton of celebrities. Um, You know what surprised me is there is a shit ton of YouTubers, famous YouTubers and live streamers that live here in Houston. I was surprised to see how many. What's that one kid that lives next to Jen? 
um, I don't know that kid's name, but he's got like a huge YouTube channel. And he, he Amaranth, uh, was a, one of the biggest live streamers on Twitch. She lives here in Houston. So yeah, dude, it's crazy. And it's, and that's exactly what it is. Frank, Frank, it's the cost of living. Like you can buy a house and you know, the tax breaks that you get, it's cheap as shit. Jared said, yes, grew up in the same school district. Oh, okay. That's what's up. <clears throat> yeah. There's a, there's a ton of, I mean, you'd think about it. Like, you know, you'd hear about Shaq. Shaq never played in Houston, but Shaq had a house here. Um, who else? 50 Cent moved down here. I don't, I really get that one. I didn't get that one. I didn't understand why 50 Cent wanted to move to Houston, but he did. He's a, he's big time down here now. Uh, my buddy took her out on a date with a horse and carriage. That was swinging a miss on that one, huh? Am I going to TwitchCon? No, I wish. I just know. I, I would love to, um, but hell no, I, I don't. Uh, your stream was shown last year during the intro because of the sports accelerator. Yes, that is true. Uh, yeah, they put me on the, the in the sports accelerator thing, which was dope. Got a little front page love on a couple of occasions. So, yeah, that was good times, man. It's, <laughs> it's all gone now. Damn you, Amazon. They need to bring back that sports accelerator program. That shit, that was the shit. Actually, his date with her was hilarious. They did it for content. Oh, I thought he was like really trying. I thought he was like, uh, Heck you yeah. know, like really trying to get down with it. Uh, Flank, thank you for the sub, buddy. Oh, shit, that was Jared Taylor. I should have known. Jared, you're the man. Thank you, Jared. Um, oh, my God, Josh. How did I miss that? How did I miss that? Hooligan. Damn you, hooligan. Josh, where did that message go? I got to put that on the screen. Where'd it go? Damn it. Where'd it go? Uh, shit. I missed it now. Man, that was like 10 minutes ago. That's my bad, Josh. There it is right there. I appreciate you. Homie. Always feeling at home here with Barry and y'all. It's crazy how the shit I'm always going through is just like the shit we're all going through. Whoa. A freaking man, my friend. First of all, thank you for the thousand bits. I was thinking about you the other day, man. Uh, Josh, when you were on the Discord and saying, like, you know, you, you felt bad because, you know, Pops had just died and I was going through what I was going through. And you said what you said. And I, I listen, man, everybody, everybody has their struggles. Everybody has the things that they go through. And no one's struggle is more important than the others. No one's problems are more important and uh, no one's issues are more important than the other, man. It's it, and I appreciate you being open and honest with us, and 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 I know you are going through a lot. I know, and I I hate that for you, man. And uh, I'm just glad that you know we have this community, bro. So if you if you ever need me or the community or anybody else, you know we got you, fam. You we know and you know we got you. Uh, so we came up with something great today. Oh no, shit. Love your family, do your job. Oh, that is dope. I do like that. I do like that. Love your family, do your job. That is outstanding. I end the show uh, every every time I, I sign off on this show, I always say, be safe, be kind, love each other. And that started shit. That started like the first month back in May, June, June or July of 2020. It was right after the George Floyd murder. And uh, so I started saying those three things after the show. Be safe, be kind, love each other. And we've said it every day since. I love that. Love your family, do your job. 
And there's that's because there's a lot to unpack in that in that statement. That's pretty dope. Uh, Josh said, "You got no idea how much I appreciate you, brother. Honestly, you're so fucking humble, and I always helps keep my uh, check myself." Well, I appreciate that, man. Um, I don't I don't know what to say. Thank you, thank you, Josh. Uh, I love you to death, though, man. I do. I appreciate you. And y'all, if you ever meet Josh in person, don't be scared. <laughs> Don't let the neck tattoos fool you. He is the sweetest, kindest, greatest man in the world. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you, Flag. Thank you, buddy. I need my 16-year-old to do the last part. Clean your room. That's not a job. That's a chore. That's different. Don't be an asshole, Alex. I'm going to go dad it up. Hey, man. Thank you, Flank, for stopping in, brother. <laughs> First of all, thank you for the raid, man. That was super dope, man. Thank you for sharing your community with me. And uh, hopefully I can return the favor. I'm always on two to five. So hopefully one day I'll be able to raid you in return at five o'clock. But uh, until then, man, and enjoy the time with your uh, kids. And thanks again for the raid, man. Much appreciated for real. Flame, thank you for the 500 bits. Come on, man. You didn't have to do that. Uh, now I got to come and give you some bitty bitties. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you so much. And yes, Donna, you're right. 713 hooligan is a big old teddy bear the kindest sweetest dude uh he, he is he is good people uh as we say he's good peoples uh man y'all rich o'toole was fun that was a blast i can't wait to get him back that was that was a hell of a good time <clears throat> um good times indeed so oh, yes gotta eat man i'm finally getting back into the swing of everything you know what i mean um, I found out we're back to, I hadn't done, y'all know I do a show on Wednesdays at 525. I do a call in for a radio station in Wichita that has been on hold. I hadn't done that since shit mid June, maybe. So I texted them. I was like, y'all still want me? They were like, hell yeah. So that'll be, uh, that'll be happening today too at 525. Me calling back in for that. So that's good. Everything feels like it's finally life is getting back to normal and actually good things are happening. So maybe not back to normal because. Normal's not necessarily uh, always been good things happening. So, Rich was a good dude. He really is, dude. He is, that was a lot of fun. And it's always weird, bro, because, you know, when you book a guest that you've never met or you don't know, you don't know what to expect. Like, I didn't know how. It, it was dope when I saw he was in the studio. That was cool. But, yeah, he's a, he's a great talk. He was he was a great guest. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> Donna's a hit, man. Listen, bro, don't mess with Donna. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, Donna. You're right. She is. She is a silent assassin. You don't want to. You don't want to fuck with Donna. She will murder your face. Uh, all right, let's get back to some sports talk. I still got topics here. Um, actually, since baseball is the hot topic, let's do a little baseball action. Um, this I found pretty interesting, which it kind of goes along with the whole. Um, sorry, my head was itching. It kind of goes along with the whole. We were looking at the standings earlier and the uh, the wild card standings. Um, but this I found pretty interesting. And the Athletic usually has some pretty good stuff like this. <laughs> that Mitsubishi ad was still on my screen. That's so funny. Jesus. Good luck. <laughs> um, <coughs> nonetheless. All right. So the Athletic put together this if the MLB season ended Monday. And we've only got like, what, six weeks left? In the season, there ain't much time left. So, you know, this is probably going to be somewhat 
accurate. There'll be some movement, but maybe not too much. But this was if, if the MLB season ended today. Here's the potential matchups and which teams have the edge, right? So this is if the playoffs started on Monday, 821 Heck in the yeah. National League. Yo! What? Yeah. Let's go! Josh! Thank you, my friend. Josh just gave out two gifted subs to the community. Thank you, buddy. And it looks like they went to the producer, Nick. Nicholas. And I forensic. Yeah, my dude. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you, man. That was very kind of you. I know Nick's going to be like, what? What? Oh, shit. Nick was just here yesterday, as a matter of fact, hanging out. So thank you, Josh. I appreciate you, buddy. You're the man, sir. I salute you. That hurt. Ouch. All right, here you go. If the playoffs started Monday, the NL wild card would be Phillies, Giants, Cubs, Brewers. Give me Phillies. Give me Brewers. And the Brewers would play the Dodgers, and the Phillies would play the Braves. I mean, that's pretty easy. Braves, Dodgers win in both of those games. I mean, you know, <laughs> I've been hanging out for a while. Oh, thank you, homie. Look at Nicholas just sitting back in the cut. What's up, pimp? I'm always surprised, man, like how many people watch but don't chat. Uh, I'm always like uh, when somebody will speak up and be like, I've been here. It's like, whoa, shit. Because you always just get used to seeing who's in the chat. And there's always people that they don't want to talk. They just want to listen. So that's super dope, man. Well, thank you, Nick. I appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, Phillies, Giants, Cubs, Brewers. I got Phillies, Brewers moving on. Oh, that Giants, Phillies series could be, or game, I should say. It could be pretty good. It could be, as Nick would say, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, so then, yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's winning the wild card. Honest to God, none of the wild card winners are beating the Braves or the Dodgers. Now, the Dodgers might shit the bed. Honestly, I know I haven't kept up with them as of late. CZ, thank you for lurking. Uh, thank you, Perry. I appreciate that, buddy. Been here as well. Can't chat. No, you better not chat and drive, man. You better not chat and drive, damn it. Um, But, yeah, the Dodgers... Uh, they had a lot of bullpen problems. I haven't looked up lately what their bullpen has, has done uh, recently, but um, they should be in the NLCS against the Braves. I still think the Braves would win that series. I still think the Braves represent the National League in the World Series. And I tell you what, I don't know that there's a team in the American League that can hang with the Braves. It doesn't mean the Braves are going to win the World Series, but... They've, they've got everything. Pitching, defense, hitting, obviously, offense. Like, they're a pretty well-rounded team. And that's why they've been so good all year long. So, uh, that could be that could be trouble. Oh, I just spit on my screen there. Um, all right, where's my damn? There it is. So, that's what they had in the, uh, in the American League. Uh, and then over here in the, or excuse me, in the National League. Over here in the American League. They've got Rays, Astros, and the Mariners, Twins. Now, remember, this is as of Monday. Um, the Orioles and the Rangers would be your two uh, division series uh, buys, I guess you could say. Right? So, the Twins would have the lowest record of the three division winners. And so, they would end up uh, playing um, 
<laughs> playing the wild card. So um, you'd have Rays, Astros, Mariners, Twins. <sighs> Boy. I really want to tell you that I think the Astros could beat the Rays. If the Astros have to face the Rays or the Mariners in the wild card round, you could see the Astros getting bounced out of the playoffs early. The best chance to me, the best chance and opportunity that the Astros are going to have to make it to another ALCS, they're going to have to get the the buy, the, skip the wild card, which means they have got to win the division. And then that way they get the... um. They'll get, you know, the Mariners or the Twins or whatever. Do they do it by best record? I don't know. But, dude, if the Astros have to face the Rays in the wild card, I don't really feel good about that. Astros' best chance, they've got to win this division, not have to play the wild card, and then whoever they face in the ALDS, at least they have a chance of winning that series. And only having to play that series. Because the problem with the wild card is your pitching matchups get all messed up. <coughs> Steven said, isn't the Rays' entire staff on the IL? Uh, good question. How many do they have on the IL? I know it was a few. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Colts field Taylor offers as the deadline nears. Mm, okay. Looking like the Colts trying to get busy. Um, Let's see here. Up oh, Twins and Brewers tied 7-7 in the 10th. Phillies, uh, Giants, who that could be a preview. Giants up 4-0 on the Phillies right now in the 6th. Interesting. Let's go look at uh, Tampa's, let's see. Rays, where are they at? There they go. Rays. And we'll go injuries. Actually, we can go to depth chart, right? And it should show you, boy, look at all that. <clears throat> yeah, you got uh, Shane Baz on the uh, 60. Let's see. Vonder Franco's out. Um, Yeah, they had, so they had a ton, but I don't know. Let's see. Mm, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not looking like uh, it was earlier for sure. Yeah, they did lose uh, McClanahan. That was that was a that was a, that sucked. That's probably who you're thinking of more than anything. But yeah, not their whole staff. Or and I know that was being you know exaggerating, but McClanahan was a big blow to them for sure. He was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, so that sucked. But yeah, so Astros Rays. I still just you know. God, if I have to pick, if Vonda Franco's not playing and, and no McClanahan, then okay. Go ahead and give me the Astros. I still don't feel good about it, but okay. Mariners, Twins, I'll take the Mariners in that. And then if the Mariners and Rangers had to play, I'll take the Mariners. Ah, shit. I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't even know. What's the season series between those two teams? I'd like to see that. What is the season series between the Rangers and the Mariners? Mariners have, I mean, the, the excuse me, the Rangers do have the pitching, though, and the offense to make a run in the playoffs. It depends on how it sets up. Um, <clears throat> and I, I feel confident the Astros beat the, if in this scenario, if the Astros beat the Rays and had to play the Orioles, I think the Astros could advance. But I just don't know how easy it's going to be to beat the Rays. 
I'd rather see them win the division. What's up, Jesus? Good to see you, homie. Thank you for being here. Um, yeah, so so there's kind of a look. Um, most interesting race this week. Uh, biggest movers, New York Yankees. That's the thing. I, you know, we're sitting over here talking about the Orioles and the race. Crazy to think that for decades... It's been all Yankees and Red Sox in, in the American League East. That's all we've ever talked about. No one ever talked about the Orioles. They were awful. No one really ever talked about the Rays occasionally. They would show flashes and then peter out. The Blue Jays have been meh. <coughs> I mean, they've had some decent runs, but... Oh, excuse me. Blue Jays have always been third fiddle. Why is Methodist calling me? I can't... I'll have to call you back. So, yeah, um, it's crazy. I guess I need to call them. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to end the show early. We'll see if they leave a voicemail. Um, but it's been crazy in the American League East that it's been flipped. The Yankees and the Red Sox are like the dregs of the American League East. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Total Dallas logs out. Who would have thought that? Nobody would have thought that. All right. Uh, what's this? Hey, what the heck is that about? I don't know what that's about. All right. Um, yeah, let, let me see what this is. I got to actually. Okay. Yeah, let me do this. I got to get this taken care of. If you guys don't mind if we they're calling me back again. Son of a bitch. Let me. Let's go ahead and wrap. I'm going to get this taken care of. I got to get this done. Uh, this might be them trying, don't answer, probably want you to pay a bill. I only had like a $14 balance with them. Um, but this might be my stress test that I got to get done. So that's why I need to call them and get checked in. And, you know, we've only got less than 10 minutes before it's time to go anyway. So let's call a little early. Uh, shout out to Flake Thomas for the raid, man. Much appreciated. Welcome to all the new followers. Also, thank you to Rich O'Toole for joining me on the program. Super awesome. Dope guest, and I'm really looking forward to sitting down and talking some more with him and shooting the shit. Um, and yes, Donna, I will see you at 10 a.m. Don't forget, if you're in the city of Houston, tune in uh, on your radio to ESPN 97.5, or if you want, you can watch on Twitch. <coughs> Just go to the ESPN 97.5 Twitch page, and uh, Joe Blank and I will be doing a show tomorrow on the radio. Can't believe it been forever 10 to noon i mean we talked about with the fact that we do the show here and i because i was like man it's been forever he goes bro we did basketball most of the season on your show i was like true that so it won't be like completely new thank you chris uh thank you flip thank you perry uh thank you jesus it's okay you're never late if you're here i mean you were pretty late Thank you guys so much, man. And again, thank you to Rich O'Toole. Thank you to Flake for the raise, man. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I will see y'all tomorrow, maybe in the morning. If not, still doing a berry on deck tomorrow. Two to five. Come join me. Come hang out. Until I see you or talk to you tomorrow, do me three favors, please. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Bye. Let's see. Is there a raid? Eric Griffin. Y'all want to raid Eric Griffin? 
don't even know if he talks to his fans or not, but uh, let's see. Let's go. Let's just real, real quick, real, real quick. Let's check the. Uh, let's just check the sports channel. I can't even find it. There we go. Sports talk. Zoop, 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 zoop. Nope. I'm not seeing. Oh, shit. We were, we were way up there. All right. Well, I couldn't find it. I love you guys. See you tomorrow. Bye. Eddie's, Eddie, Eddie's making a YouTube video.